Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, how the heck are you? Happy Wednesday, June 7th, 2021, three, something like that, whatever year it is. Um, how the heck are you? Good to see you, friends. On the Monty Show, as always, we are presented by the Advocates. Some days you just don't know what year it is. Yeah. What do you want from me? I'm old. Um, the Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. You know, folks, a lot of people out on their bicycles on the weekends, at nights, in the mornings, getting that exercise in. Please be careful. The Advocates remind you, if somebody hits you while you're riding your bike, if you're in an accident that is not your fault, you deserve somebody who will fight for you. Somebody that's going to get you everything you deserve. That's the Advocates Utah Advocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. And don't forget, you never pay unless and until the Advocates win your case. There are no consultation fees. There are no retainers. Chapel Attorney live online 24-7 at theadvocates.com. Oh, boy, the... The Pac-12 consternation uh-huh. today. It's amazing to me. It is, and I guess it really shouldn't be amazing to me that so many supporters and so many fans in the Pac-12 have no idea what's going on. And so today, John Canzano made up a completely, in my opinion, made up a tweet or was given terrible information that said the grant of rights is done. The grant of rights is not done. It's not done in any way, shape, or form. It is not close to being done. They have not seen, as we have reported for months now, they do not know what the number is. They do not know who that number is going to come from. Like we've told you, hey, $25 million or more, they keep the conference together. $25 million or more, they're in. $24.99 million or less, you're going to lose half the conference. So today, when we told you on Twitter that, hey, the grant of rights is not done. The grant of rights is not done in any way, shape, or form. So idiots like Dustin Tate um, on Twitter who want to say, you know, that you don't know what you're talking about, um, that, you know, I'm a Big 12 fanboy. Well, what are you in telling me, like, and this is the problem with Twitter now. Uh You get idiots like this who have no idea what's happening and being like, oh, okay. So now, by the way, I would remind you what's happening is, is we tweeted, go find me at the Monty show, told you the grant of rights is not done. The grant of rights is not done. It is not nearly done. And I tweeted when Ray Anderson did that interview all those months ago, right? I tweeted and I said, this is not the process when he said, well, you got to get a grant of rights done and then you go out and get a media deal. No, that's not how the process works. That is not in any way, shape or form. The, the little issues, the, the everything but the media deal in the grant of rights, dude, that's been done for months. We've told you that on this show. Mm-hmm. Yet you get idiots like this Tate fool going off and saying, oh my God, it's done, it's done, you're a liar, you don't know what you're talking about. Okay, well, apparently then, apparently then somebody forgot to tell President Robbins at Arizona. 
right? A guy that you would think, hey, if there was a grant of rights done, if there was a grant of rights done, I would think that President Robbins in Arizona would know about it. Right. I, I, and I know I'm just the hack on YouTube. But when President Robbins meets with the media in Washington, D.C., as we're talking, you can't make this up. It's going on right now. Did not hear his comments before the show. President Robbins on the Pac-12 deal. I'm not anxious about this. I know it's important. I have full confidence we're going to get where we need to be. He said he's cautiously optimistic. The timeline for a Pac-12 deal will be there when we get there. I really think it's going to be soon. Oh, so you're saying then that the grant of rights is not done. That's um, what that's what you're saying then, right? Because the Pac-12, I mean, if they had a media deal and a grant of rights deal was done, right? Like, you, yeah. you know. Yeah. So then you look at what Ross Dellinger tweeted, the comment that from Sports Illustrated that Ross Dellinger tweeted about President Robbins and what, you know, again, I'm just the hack on YouTube, right? I don't know what I'm talking about. Ask the idiots on Twitter today who said, you know, I may, I may, you know, I made this up. Right. Because those guys clearly know what's going on. Like those of us that actually talk to presidents and athletic directors and administrators across the Pac-12, we have no idea because Jimmy season ticket holder says he knows more than we do. Well, then Ross Dellinger, somebody forgot to tell Ross to check with asshole on Twitter and because he's a season ticket holder and he's got friends who are, you know, they make hot dogs on those rollers up at, you know, their college. So they know more than those of us that actually got phone calls today from administrators in the Pac-12. Not one or two or three. We got phone calls today. And then look at Ross Dellinger's tweet. Arizona President Brett Ro Robert Robbins, excuse me, meeting with the media in D.C., says he's unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools in a grant of rights, and there won't be, quote, until we see a deal. We have not seen a deal. Oh, oh my God. What a wow. lot. President Robbins in Arizona is lying? Oh, oh my God. Wow. Holy sh dude. I, I, the old man has lost it. Yeah. The old man has lost it. But we're, you know, we're the ones that are making stuff up, uh -huh. right? Like, it's amazing to me when you go through this and you start to understand, you start to understand that 20 minutes ago, this all came out like five minutes ago, 20 minutes ago, I will even show you this tweet. Like, we're sitting here getting ready for the show, mm -hmm. working, working the phone, right? And I, I get a phone call. I didn't call anybody. I get a phone call. Happens to be an administrator way up the food chain in the Pac-12. And what does this person tell me? The issues we agreed upon were never up for debate. We all know who drives the revenue in this conference. This is a PR spin to calm the masses. That these, the revenue sharing is the big one that everybody's like, oh, grants of rights are done. And it's not done. It's not done. Anybody who thinks that Oregon's getting the same money as Oregon State or Washington as Washington State is up the goddamn mind. What the fuck are you talking about? Because why would Oregon do that? Why would Oregon, why would Washington, why would Utah 
Why would Utah take less money than an Oregon State or a Washington State or why would they do that? Why would Utah take less money than Arizona or Arizona State who don't drive revenue in the conference? Why would Utah do that? They would never do that. They would never ever do that. There is no grant of rights. It's a lie. It's not true. I don't know how much more pointedly I can tell you it's a lie. Anybody telling you the grants of rights is done in this conference is lying. It's not. It's not nearly done. All this other stuff, and you can sit here, John Canzano, who gets paid by the Pac-12 to be a mouthpiece. You can believe those guys until the, 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 you're blue in the face. The very fact is there is no grant of rights. It is not done. It's not close to done because they don't have a TV deal. All this other stuff, done. The revenue sharing, the, all the I's and T's, great, congratulations, congratulations. Oh, by the way, you don't have a media rights deal, so how, what rights are you granting? Like, who's getting your TV rights? Who's getting your streaming rights? Who's, the grant of rights is not done. And anybody spouting and spinning that the grant of rights is done, doesn't know what they're talking about or they're a mouthpiece. Mm -hmm. It really is that simple. Thanks. And again, I'll tell you, I've known John Canzano as a professional for years, for, for many, many years. I have had John on my shows in my past incarnations. He is a perfectly good dude. He is a mouthpiece for the Pac-12. Point blank. He covers Oregon. He covers the Northwest. It's his bread and butter. Period. End of story. So if the Pac-12 goes away, what happens to John Canzano? He becomes far less relevant. So what is he rooting for? He's rooting for the Pac-12 to survive. Yeah. And it's what I always tell you. You, you got to understand the motives of the people that are operating. And when you understand the motives of the people who are telling you, hey, look over here, grant of rights is done. When you understand what their motives are, you start to understand where the truth lies. Are people today calling John Canzano to say, hey, here's what's going on? They're not. And you know why? Because they don't trust the Pac-12. They don't trust the Pac-12 media people who are just out running out the company line. Hey, can you, because the way this works is, hey, can you, can you go ahead and, I, I don't know, can you tell people the grant of rights is done, that it's agreed to? John Canzano today, I believe, and Jake, you read it word for word. I did not. Yeah. But John Canzano today said all 10 members are ready to sign. Yeah, basically said that the Pac-12 has, has all 10 members ready to sign the grant of rights and that basically they're just waiting for, they're, they're waiting for uh, uh, the media rights portion, that once that comes in, everything's going to be good to go and, and they're, they're going to be off and running. And that's, that's what he said. And that was before the paywall kicked in because remember, he hides behind the paywall. So if you don't pay, you don't get to see the full article. But all I'm saying is that is that John Canzano, like I, I, not to repeat everything he just said, but it's true. John Canzano is paid by a certain entity, the Pac-12. John Canzano is a mouthpiece for them. Like, there's no doubt. So I get why he's saying things like this. But the fact of the matter is, is that you have, you know, again, the Canzanos of the world. And there were a couple other folks who tweeted it too, you know, tweeting that this is done and Canzano's got breaking news and. And, and there were even people locally who, in my opinion, should be absolutely embarrassed 
that they would retweet this saying things like there's a bombshell uh, John Canzano dropped a bombshell out of the out of the Pac-12 that they're they're good to go and the deal is coming in a matter of weeks how long have I been hearing the terminology a matter of weeks I've been hearing the terminology a matter of weeks since last September so I don't buy that this deal is even close I don't buy that 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 they're they're in agreement I think that that money is the is is what motivates everybody. So the idea that the headline it, you know tries to send the message that 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 it's equal revenue sharing across the board and you get a dollar and you get a dollar and you get a dollar even it's though incredible. even though you're 70 million dollars in the hole and even though you're terrible at sports washington state even though Oregon's the one <coughs> carrying the conference even though Utah's the one carrying the conference there's no way that would ever work. That's not how these deals work. It is yeah. precisely why the presidents in the ACC are doing what the presidents in the ACC are doing. I mean, like, John Canzano is talking about, well, they're ready to sign. Why haven't they? Because there's nothing to sign. And they're not ready to sign, dude. You know why they're not ready to sign? They're not ready to sign because you have to find a way to, to be okay with Oregon making twice as much as Oregon State. You gotta be okay with that. And again, I the thing that the thing that I struggle with is a guy like John Quintana, who again I understand works for himself and I totally get it. Why would why would if if they were if all ten members were ready to sign, and this is this is what I, I would ask, then then why would President Robbins say this right here? He is unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools in a grant of rights, and there won't be unless a, we see a deal. We have not seen a deal. But yet, all 10 members are ready to sign. All 10 members are ready to sign. So what, it, what, what is it? And it's the problem with the Pac-12 media mouthpieces. They desperately need the Pac-12 to survive. Yep. I'm not invested in the Pac-12 or the Big 12 or the SEC or the ACC. Whatever happens, happens. We're going to react to that. But what I'm telling you is there is no grant of rights. There is no deal in place. They're not close to a grant of rights. And whatever this was today, I know for sure what, what it wasn't. And it wasn't a grant of rights. And it wasn't the truth. It, it is remarkable to me that we are going through this. And, and you see, like Pete Thamel, I think arguably the most respected college football journalist, and I didn't say writer, I said journalist, saying Arizona President Bobby Robbins on the Pac-12 deal, I'm not anxious about it. But it's not close, and you haven't seen it, and you don't know the number, but you're not anxious about it. That's what's amazing to me. So what does that mean, though? Because I think that's really <clears throat> that he didn't say that by accident, right? Well, what that means is if 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 something is if you don't know a piece of information, so if you don't know how much the TV deal is going to come in for, but at the same time you're not anxious about that deal coming in and in the ramifications of that number, what does that say? Well, that says that you're prepared for the deal to never come in. That means that you're prepared for if the deal comes in, but it's way below what you need it to be, that you have a backup plan. What have we been talking about on the show for months now? That Arizona is prepared. That Arizona likes the opportunity that the Big 12 provides. So, again, this is nothing new. This isn't like, 
this is this is not breaking news. This is not shocking. This is not some bomb out of the Pac-12. This is not some amazing piece of reporting. This is simply the Pac-12 at the conference level trying to damage control in the media. And who would have thought that multiple reporters took it hook, line, and sinker? Multiple. It's and, amazing. And, and I have to say, I have to say, I'm done saying things like John Canzano should be embarrassed by the, by what he did today because ultimately, you're right. He's invested in the Pac-12 surviving, so it makes perfect sense. I get it. I don't agree with reporting something like that because I think it's totally irresponsible, but ultimately, that's his job. So I guess at the end of the day, the point is is that you can't just just see one report and be like, oh, man, the deal's done. Deal's done. We're good to go. No, that's not how the thing works and they are nowhere yesterday is the same as today they're not in a different place today as they were yesterday it literally is they are in the same position that they were in and frankly they're for us on this show at least for me like i get burned out on this stuff i i get burned out on on hey someone's gonna tweet one thing and all of a sudden everyone's gonna react to it and everyone's gonna say oh my god the deal's done and then, I don't know, June 7th turns into July 1st, and what do you know? Deal's not done. Presidents are all on vacation, like we've been telling you they're going to be. Well, look at and this. Look at this from Pete Thamel today, talking to President Robbins. President Robbins on ties between Arizona and Arizona State in realignment. And real quick, I want to remind you, what did we report on this show? That the Arizona Board of Regents have told people, sources, that Arizona will not be prevented from leaving and leaving without Arizona State. But their overwhelming preference is to keep Arizona State and Arizona in lockstep in business, and that includes athletics, and that the two operate very close with each other, and that it would be very difficult not to penalize financially or otherwise, Arizona for separating from Arizona State. Yeah. So here's Pete Thamel. President Robbins on ties between Arizona and Arizona State in realignment. Quote, we don't have to do the same thing, but President Crow and I are very, very tight. I think it'd be unlikely that we'd split up. Right now with 10 schools, we control a very nice 20% of solidarity. So wait, let me get this right. Now I could be wrong. Careful, careful. I don't do fucking math for a living, but I could be wrong. I believe what he just said there is we have 20% solidarity, which means Arizona State and Arizona together, when they're in lockstep in business, are very strong. And that his preference, and I don't know, tell me if I'm reading too much into it, it's very clear to me his preference is they stay together. Because with 10 schools, we control a nice 20% of the solidarity. Oh. Yeah, but we're just, we're, we're just the grifters, and we hate the Pac-12. And well, and you're a Big 12 you know, fanboy. I'm a Big 12. And the, the best part is the Big 12 guys are like, you're a Pac-12 homer. The Pac-12 <laughs> guys are like, you're a Big 12 homer. Like, it's, it's remarkable to me. It is, it is remarkable to me how desperate this conference is. And the fans of the Pac-12 are to be proven right that the Pac-12 is going to survive and they're going to make more money than the Big 12. When the facts just don't say that. Yeah. They don't say that. 
in any way, shape, or form, they don't say that. Whatever John Canzano says, the bombshell, I love that. I love that tweet today from a local media member. Bombshell from Canzano. Ought to be oh, embarrassed. I'm, I'm sorry, where's the bombshell? Because we told you, and I don't care how many people are like, oh, we told you. I'm tired of hearing you say we told you. It's days like this where we told you is very pertinent and important because we're not on people's payrolls. We are not mouthpieces for conferences. We tell you the truth. Facts. And the truth is there is no grant of rights in the Pac-12. There is not. And as we've talked about repeatedly, I don't believe for a second that any of these schools want to leave. Yeah. That doesn't mean they won't. And whatever this media rights deal that was supposed to be done, what, you know, again, John Canzano pushing the dominoes. The dominoes are about to fall. Well, it's June 7th. Mm. I mean, at some point. Dominoes have been falling since Thanksgiving, Slick. Come on, dude. Like, it is, it is, it's amazing to me that you get this from, from, from Jason Shear at Arizona. Sources tell me the grant of rights was done before the Pac-12 meetings. It will include performance merit-based revenue sharing. As of now, there's no deal to sign, which makes the above irrelevant. What on earth does that mean? And this is the guy, by the way, yeah. who claims to cover Arizona. For a living. Oh, by the way, you don't have a deal. Because the president in Arizona, who you supposedly are in lockstep with, just said that you're completely wrong. Tell I don't know. I'm amazed by it. I'm amazed by it. Stuart Mandel at The Athletic. Pac-12 schools have agreed on the language of their grant of rights. Okay, well, apparently somebody forgot to tell President Robbins at Arizona because President Robbins says there is no deal. He's unaware of any agreement. But, 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 Pac-12 schools have agreed on language. Okay, well, apparently Arizona... Hey, what do you see there? What do you see there? As first reported by who? John Canzano. What do you know? Schools... So, hook, I, line, and sinker, bro. Come it's on. amazing to me how many people want to run and attach themselves and... This, and you know the other part of this that really stands out to me? It makes me believe that there's a, there's a better than average chance that they don't, they don't break this conference up. Go back to Pete Thamel's Twitter account. What did Buddy just say? Uh, Bobby Robbins. Quote, my prediction is that we're all going to stay together as a Pac-12. There's 10 of us right now. I'm hopeful that the deal is going to be good enough to keep us together, I think that's what's best. Or I think that's the best thing for our students and alumni. That's what we're hoping for. So basically what you're saying is what you've been saying for the last, um, I don't know, really the last 90 days out of him. He's the one that's been talking the most. You're basically saying with the, I hope it's good enough to keep us together, that yeah, you know, I hope it's good enough. But if it's not, right? Because that's what that means. Yeah, this is, Come on, dude. I, I just can't. I'm so sick of this story. I, I Just being totally honest with you, I'm so sick and tired of this story because this is what it does. I think that it's best for all of our students and alumni. That's what we're hoping for. Well, you control it, my man. You control it. 
You control it. That's the president in Arizona saying, I hope we stay together. I'm seeing hope, the word hope and hopeful. And I'm seeing that word a lot in this tweet out of, out of President Robbins. I'm, I'm hopeful the deal is good enough for us to stay together. Well, unfortunately, hoping for things doesn't make things happen. I could have hoped that, you know, individuals like Jay Monahan wouldn't betray their country. I could hope that <laughs> that the Pac-12 would run their business a little bit better. That's I awesome. could hope that, you know, uh, Zion Williamson didn't have a side chick, but he did. Right? Hope doesn't do anything. You can sit here and say, I hope that I have a million dollars. I hope that I have 500,000 subs on YouTube. But we that doesn't mean we're going to have 500,000 subs on YouTube. And that's what I get tired of. Yeah, right? I, I just, it just is endless. And President Robbins also apparently said a few moments ago, would you be interested in moving conferences? Quote, depends on what our financial deal is. <laughs> I mean, how many more ways does dude have to say like, it? Like, bro, like what? You know, I, I wish he would just insert in there. Well, as the Monty show has been reporting, <laughs> comma, <laughs> like, it depends on what our financial deal is. If it's 25 or more, everyone's staying on the Pac-12 bus. If it's 24.99 or less, everybody's leaving. At least half are leaving. I think it's a little more than that, but at least half. This is incredible. Like, I just... The, like, and, and you guys can be upset, and it can piss you off, but we've, we, I will, again, just continue to tell you, when you want the facts and you want to know what's actually happening, welcome to the Monty Show. Because, <laughs> I, I, I mean, how many... This is a president in the Pac-12. President Robbins, Robert Robbins at Arizona... I don't know if he watches our show or what the hell is going on. He's quoting us now. He, do you guys understand? Yes. He is quoting us directly now. Hey, I just said 10 minutes or 26 minutes ago. If it's 25 million or more, the conference stays together. If it's 24.99 or less, they're going to break. They're going to lose half the conference. So what did, what did President Robbins say? Would you be willing to, hey, hey, Bobby, would you be interested in moving conferences? I don't know. It depends on what our financial deal is. Pack your shit. Let's go. Like, Come on, let's go, Schlepprock. Woosah. <sighs> it's incredible. I cannot wait for this story to come to a head. And my guess is, since Bobby Robbins is guessing, I guess I can guess too. Well, he's being hopeful. That's, he's, he's, thank you. He's being hopeful. My guess is the large majority of these schools stay together. Because this firestorm today was all based on a half-truth and spin. And I, I just don't know what else you, what else, how else, like, what, like, how else can you explain it? John Canzano is the reason that this is all being talked about today because he reported the grant of rights is done, the um, agreement is in place, all 10 members are ready to sign it. Why haven't they? What's the holdup? Like, it, it, what's the holdup? The holdup is there's no deal. Yeah, and the holdup is without a TV deal, you can't have a grant of rights, Slick. So don't, don't put out an article saying things like, hey, the grant of rights is done, and what's the holdup? Well, actually, it's not done because you can't have a grant of rights until you have a media deal because without a media deal, you can't, you quite literally can't grant your rights to the conference for them to distribute it out in the media deal that they brought you. 
The amazing thing is, going back now and reading what's available before the paywall from John Canzano, and I'm going to put this up because I think it's important that you guys see this. It is, I am not going behind his paywall. This is on his website. Here's what John Canzano wrote today. And you tell me, you, you, all the, you call us a grifter. You tell us we're the hacks on YouTube, right? Yeah. This morning, John Canzano wrote, the remaining Pac-12 conference members have finalized the term of their grant of rights. Sources tell me. Congratulations, but that's bullshit. That contract includes a variety. Oh, so now they have a contract. Which, by the way, by the way, the word contract, if you're unfamiliar with what that means, you need to look that up because in this situation, that's a powerful word. It's a very powerful word because what's a contract? You have something of value that is agreed upon between party A and party B. A written or spoken agreement, especially one concerning employment, sales, or tenancy that is intended to be enforceable by law, right? So just like he said, hey, I, I've got something that I'm going to give to you. He's got something that he's going to give to me, and we're going to put a contract together to bring it all together. So, hey, what Kanzano is saying here is they've got a grant of rights done, and what's the holdup? They've got a contract ready to go. He writes, the contract includes a variety of elements that all 10 schools need to agree on, and it appears that they have. It, it appears it, it, it appears they have. Well, again, I know John Canzano, you know, he's the main source on everything that's true. But again, I would just point you to President Robbins at Arizona who says he's unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools in the grant of rights. But John Canzano, who also writes, among other items, a grant of rights includes, so again, you're saying there's a grant of rights, what sponsorships are Pac-12 centralized versus left for individual campuses to sell? Now, call me crazy. What have we said on this show? What have we said about, about corporate sponsorships? Mm -hmm. That when your TV deal is tiny, you have to have more and new revenue streams. Thanks. So things like Washington State football presented by, Utah Ute football presented by, those have to stay at the university level. That's what, that's what he's referring to here, as we told you on our show. What set of rights the conference can sell and how the revenue will be split among the 10 member schools. Even shares, postseason incentives. Quote, over the last few months, a member of the Pac-12 CU group told me, we have negotiated all the issues and the grant of rights is ready to go. You guys, he said, we have negotiated all of those, these issues and the grant of rights is ready to go. That's what John Canzano is reporting today. And yet President Robbins at Arizona told the national media in Washington, D.C. today, he is unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools and a grant of rights, and there won't be until we see a deal. We have not seen a deal. Stop buying into this stuff. Stop lighting Twitter on fire. Stop believing that the Pac-12 mouthpieces are telling you the truth. Okay, I feel better. I feel like I just can't even... 
Like I can't even anymore. Yeah. I can't even anymore. Ryan Thomas gives us $2 to say Canzano needs to stop listening to Schultz. <laughs> I don't know if it's Schultz or not, because I can tell you, President Schultz is not a popular man on his campus, according to some people. There are many who believe his seat is quite warm. Uh, McKay Boyle, how much longer are CU and Arizona, et cetera, are going to deal with the Pac-12 drama until they leave? I don't think there's a timeline. And I don't know that there's that much drama, right? I think it feels like there's a lot of drama because a certain individual is reporting. I don't think that for President Robbins at Arizona, he's in a place where he's like, oh my God, the world is melting down and our, like, our existence is in question. What, what has he said repeatedly? He has said repeatedly, hey, you know, our goal is to stay together. You know, we, we feel like we can, but it all comes down to the TV deal. That's it. And if it doesn't work out, we're prepared. I, I, it is amazing to me. It is amazing to me how the Twitterverse and the, the Pac-12 world gets lit on fire. And then you have people to come out and directly contradict what somebody who is supposedly the leading source of Pac-12 news and information in John Canzano is saying. <coughs> like, I, he, he, this is on his website, folks. This is on his website. That he wants you to pay and subscribe. And it even says members have agreed on, like the headline is incredible on this. On his own website, I will show you the top, the header and the, the, the headline which is unbelievable to me. Yeah. That, and I am assuming there are people who subscribe to this. I would think a large number of people subscribe to this right here. This is from John Canzano's website. Pac-12 schools jockey down the stretch. Members have agreed on terms of a grant of rights. Notice what's at the top. Let's not skip over that. Yeah, the bald-faced truth by John Canzano. <laughs> Because he only tells the truth. <laughs> Come on. Unless you are the president in Arizona and you're saying that you there is no deal in place. There's no deal in place, which is amazing to me. I can't. I can't. Mm. Stephen Smith for $10. Why do people fall for these tactics when grant of rights is not done in the Pac-12? Is it just fear of not existing anymore or to stop the bad PR from continuing from lawsuits to hiring freezes. I think it, it it is the overwhelming hope that the Pac-12 lives on. And and that because I do think when the finality comes, yay or nay, when the finality comes, there is going to be a bunch of bro talk at the water cooler in the office. Mm -hmm. I think at the gym, I think when you're at Chipotle you name it. When you're golfing with the boys, there is going to be a bunch of shit talked. Yes. Oh, look, can you imagine in Salt Lake City? Just think about Salt Lake City on its own. BYU and Utah fans. Well, who's the little brother now? Think about if Arizona leaves Arizona State behind in the, in the Pac-12 and goes to the Big 12. Think the Territorial Cup, which may never be competed for again. You think that gets ratcheted up this year? I would think so. What does Washington fan say to Washington State fan? What does Oregon fan say to Oregon State fan? Where is San Diego State fan in all of this? Besides hiding in a basement. Well, they don't have basements in um, California. Hiding in um, an attic in the fetal um, position. 
Because I think when the finality comes around, the harsh reality is going to set in that there was a bunch of people who fed you bullshit and you ate it yeah. like spoonfuls of it because you are desperate for one outcome or the other, which is why I tell you every day on this show, we're not desperate for an outcome. We are simply going to report the facts and we're going to tell you what our sources are telling us. And I can tell you point blank today that there is not a grant of rights. Yeah, There is not. Uh, Hero 75, the schools of the pack are ready to sign a grant of rights if they get a media money deal they require. The problem is that seems impossible currently. I don't even believe that it is, that that is incorrect. I think you're probably right, but that's just not what we're hearing. That's not what we're hearing. We, it is, the funny part about a grant of rights is it really is a, a it's an agreement in, that's financial in nature. Here's what we're gonna pay you. Here's what you're gonna make from TV. Here's what you're gonna make from the revenue share. And here's you know like the overall percentage. Here's what the other schools in the conference are gonna get. That's what it is. And I can even tell you the structure in the PAC-12 is you have the commissioner, you have three presidents that include, by the way, Kirk Schultz at, at, at Washington State, President Kosse at Washington. like. Three presidents sit on the board and they, they all filter down to their different groups. Yeah. And not one of them knows if they have a grant of rights or not because the media rights deal is blank. Yeah, and I don't know how you could, how, how it's responsible reporting to come out and say something like, hey, yeah, they're all ready to sign the grant of rights. They're just waiting for the media deal. Do you, do you understand just how impactful the media mm. deal is? Because if the media deal comes in, at 20 million and the low man on the totem pole let's use washington state just as an example if someone said to washington state hey yeah you know because the deal's only 20 million you guys are getting like i don't know eight mil a year right because you're the low man on the totem pole and you know you don't make any revenue for the conference and you know you're kind of in a tough spot right now and oregon's gonna get a huge chunk and Utah is going to get a huge chunk. You really tell me that someone would sign on to that deal. So I disagree with the assertion that they're all ready to sign the grants of rights. There may be certain parts of it that everybody's kind of agreed on, but you can't sit here and say that all of a sudden you're, you're ready to go like saying, Hey, it's ready to go for the, for the media deal. As if it's like, all right, cool. Everyone's docu signed and we're ready. And all George has got to do is walk down the yellow brick road of incompetence and give us our TV deal. That's not where we are right now. Where we are is, hey, certain portions of what could be a deliverable grant of rights may be agreed upon. And depending on if it's 20 mil or 30 mil or 25 mil, that's going to determine how incentivized people are to agree. And I just, yes. I don't know why we're so, you know, hurried to get ahead of this thing. I don't get it. Yeah, I, I just, I don't see any, I don't see any point to, I, I, I just don't see any point to trying to be first. Stop trying to be first. Let's try to be right for once. Like I, it, it drives me crazy that people are like, oh, I have to, I, I have to be first. Ugh. You don't have to be first. Who cares who's first? Why not be accurate instead of, you know, instead of trying to be like the almighty and trying to be first and, I don't understand the need for that. I, I, I don't understand the need for that. Yeah. And today when you have a, a Pac-12 
and you know, media mouthpiece reporting that a Pac-12 grant of rights is agreed upon and less than six hours after that happens, a university president says, yeah, no, we don't have an agreement and because we won't. Because it's garbage. We don't, we, nope, I'm unaware of that. Like he, I, I don't know, maybe John Canzano's happy with that. You know, and I think, I don't believe that John Canzano is a liar or makes things up. I don't, I just don't see that. I don't believe he would do that. I, the only thing I can think is that he's being, he is being asked to or being fed bad information. Like that, you just, and it's, the difference is, I think he probably believes one source is fine. It's not fine. It's not fine. I, if we reported everything that one singular person told us, I, I, we actually would be the hacks on YouTube. Yeah, but we don't. We, we double and triple confirm stuff. We work hard to have, you know, it just, it makes me crazy, man. Yeah. It absolutely makes me crazy. Uh, who else? Tom Dean uh, gives us $2 to say verbal agreement equals drive a truck stop through that. Yeah. Hole. Yeah, exactly. Sebasta, next week's Arizona Board of uh, uh, Regents agenda posted today. UA ran a 17 million athletic deficit last year. That would not be surprising to me. I've not seen that agenda. Um, but that would not be surprising to me. Yeah. At all. Uh, Bryce Martin says, unless President Robbins is lying, but why would President Robbins stand in front of a massive group of media members in Washington, D.C. this afternoon and make, and make something up or lie about it? What, what, like, what is the win for him on that? Yeah, and especially after he's, he's been on brand with this. He's been on message for how long about, hey, like, you know, we want to stay together, but, you know, it depends on the media deal, and it just is what it is. I, I mean, I, he's been saying that forever. Yeah, I don't understand. Like, what would he, what would President Robbins gain by just, and, and I want to make sure it's your wording, not mine, unless President Robbins is lying. Why would he be lying? What would he gain from that? Yeah. It would only erode his relationship with the rest of his presidents, which are very important to them. Certainly, he, I mean, he espoused about, you know, in the, the, this, this close relationship he has with President Crow at Arizona State. You don't think if, if there was a grant of rights in place and he had agreed to sign it and then he stood in front of the media and said, there's no agreement in place. And he, and he stood in front of the media and, and said, it, you know, would you be interested in moving conferences? Well, that depends on what our financial deal is. If he, if he was lying, you don't think that he would probably be out of a job. Yeah. And by the way, I think it's a perfectly logical answer. <laughs> it makes perfect sense. Hey, it does make like, perfect like sense. He's not in any kind of position to say yes or no because he has no idea. And I think he's being honest. I don't know why he would. I really don't. I mean, I, and, and listen, I know that people have employment situations, which is why a lot of people go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. And they understand that day trading is a prolific way to make hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. If I, if I said to you today, hey, did you make $1,000 at work today? If your answer is no, you should go to trydaytrading.com slash Monty. Hey, did you make hundreds of dollars today? No, you didn't. Tridaytrading.com slash Monty. Because see, here's the thing. Triday Trading is the country's, and really North America, no matter where you are. I know we have listeners in Canada, United States, Mexico, 
No matter where you are in North America, TridayTrading.com is the answer you've been looking for. If you woke up today and you hate your boss, if you woke up today and you're still pissed that your company made you return to office, TridayTrading.com. They have a $10 30-day membership that's a charitable donation. And at the end of that 30 days, if you're unhappy with it, you don't have to continue. But here's the overwhelming thing. And I think we've seen it repeated time after time on this show with our listeners. Yes. The people who go and do the 30-day membership almost always sign up because yep. you, you see that you're going to make thousands of dollars. Thousand, Full-time day traders that have gone through the tri-day trading system make thousands of dollars a day. Yes. Repeated. There's examples, testimonies, it's evidence. It's magic. They have a whole program that you learn from. And you get professional coaching, not just while you're in their program, but you get ongoing support as long as you want it. And when you're ready to start making trades, you trade TridayTrading.com's money, not your own. And when you profit with TridayTrading.com's money, you keep up to 80% of it. Like it's a no-brainer. You literally have nothing to lose. Go to TridayTrading.com slash Monty. Sign up today. Make sure you tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show. If you're just tuning in, because I see a lot of people just tuning in, um, I think this Pac-12 grant of rights story um, that lit the internet on fire today and is a is completely bogus. It is completely bogus. Um, if you look at our if you look at our what we've tweeted and what we've reported on this story just today, um, you are going to see that um, it matches up with what all the national guys are tweeting. Um, Ross Dellinger, Pete Thamel, you name it, it matches up because you look at this statement from. From Bobby Robbins, the president in Arizona, I'm not anxious about our grant of rights. Um, Ross Dellinger quoting President Robbins, um, we don't have a deal. I am unaware of any agreement. Uh, Pac-12 schools have a grant of rights and there won't be, quote, until we see a deal and we have not seen a deal. You look at all this stuff and then you look at what we've reported and we've told you. A grant of rights is not a complicated process. The, the revenue shares, the, you know, the in-house inventory and what the universities get to keep and sell versus what the conference gets to keep and sell. This has all been, that's easy. That is a rubber stamp, Yeah, pretty much. That's a rubber stamp. You cannot, however, have a grant of rights without a media deal. And those grants of rights, and this is the issue that you can't get away from, those grants of rights should be in place long before you get your media deal so that you plug in that media deal. And this is what is so odd about the Pac-12. Usually when you get a media deal, you just plug that media deal into your grant of rights. Everybody signs off. You go about your business. The issue is the Pac-12 can't get a media deal and has not been able to bring in a deal that would keep its members from bolting to another conference, <coughs> mainly the big 12. So now what you have is you have certain tenants of your grant of rights that have been agreed to for months. It's, it's not a contentious process until you get to the media deal where your TV is, where your national radio is, where your online streaming is, where your highlight packages are going. That's what's contentious. That's what they don't have. So breaking news, as we've reported for weeks and months, they don't have a grant of rights. There is not a grant of rights in place. They do not have 10 members, as John Canzano reported today, ready to sign. 
None of that is in fact the case. As we have told you, the contention in the Pac-12 is how much is our media deal and who is our main distribution partner. Because one of the other biggest problems in this conference is there's half of this conference who does not believe that all streaming is the way to go with their, their, their biggest events. And I think if this deal, according to our sources and what we've heard, $25 million is believed to be the number that will keep the entire conference together. And from what our sources in the TV industry have repeatedly told us, the Pac-12 has not been able to surpass $19 million a year, which is what we reported in, I think January was the first time we reported that. And now into the spring, and now that we're approaching summer officially, mm-hmm. all the national media is reporting that. So you don't have a grant of rights. And I don't think, frankly, if I'm, if I'm just being honest, I don't believe you're close to a grant of rights. Yeah. So you can get your tail feather up and you can be upset, but the bottom line is I think it is going to be very difficult for the Pac-12 to survive because of media people acting unprofessionally and getting people into a lather and we're close, we're close, we're close, and then a month later you still don't have a deal. And that process has been going on for like eight months now. And then on a Wednesday afternoon in June, hey, a grant of rights is done. And then you have a president in President Robbins at Arizona telling the entire media body, no grant of rights is done. <coughs> Period. And I, I just, I don't it's know how look. you, I don't know how you fix it. I really don't know how you fix it. Yeah. It, it's just one of those things that you're, you're just not going to be able to, you're not going to be able to fix. Mm-hmm. I really, I really don't know. And, and when you have like the conflicts, the conflicts that are ongoing, like you hear guys, again, with all due respect to guys like Jason Shear in Arizona, hey, a grant of rights is done. The president in Arizona comes out and says, no, it's not. <laughs> I don't know how you explain that. Yeah. I don't know how you fix that because everybody's lurching and trying to be right and you're not. Just wait for it to happen. Wait for it to happen. Triple confirm what people are telling you. That's the only way you win in these situations. Triple confirm what, what you are being told. Yeah. Because all I can tell you is go check our Twitter, go watch our show. I don't believe in, hey, if we've been wrong, even inaccurate, point to me in this Pac-12 situation how we have been wrong or inaccurate. Yeah. Because we have not been. I just am not... I'm just not here for it. I, I'm, well, I'm, and it's a prime Twitter tough guy story too, which I think doesn't help. You know, it I is mean, a have, very prime Twitter tough guy story. You know, you have, yeah, and it, and it, and it's any everybody, you know, like Kanzano, Sheer, like all these guys, you know, again, who, what happens is, and I, and I've seen this for years. This isn't this isn't anything new, but you get the guy who writes for you know Go Arizona or whatever he writes for. You know, and because you have, because you're part of a, a media entity or whatever, an outlet, you think that makes you better. And, and I think the problem is, is in situations like this, you make mistakes and all of a sudden, like, it, it starts to kind of question your ability. And so I, I, I don't even care. Like, I'm not even trying to make it personal. I just think it's funny that all these guys reported on this and then President Robbins comes out and says something different. That's, that's what I think is funny. Like, I don't have to care. Like, I love when we get phone calls from people who are a little upset and they're like, hey, I'm going to call your boss or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And it's like, hey, man, like, that's kind of the beauty of what we do. Like, I don't have to care. I, I don't report to a boss. I don't need to run my stuff by anybody. 
And by the way, it's all on YouTube. So for the people who are haters, go listen. Please, please hate on our show. Go listen. Go pick it we apart. Love it. I love it. Hall of Fame Media. Monty is telling people about being accurate and triple checking. Well, tell me how we've been inaccurate. By the way, good to have you back. Oh, has he been here before? Oh, yeah. This guy's not, this guy is not new. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. It, it's, hey, welcome back to the show, man. CT, actions speak louder than words. No action on a TV deal, no deal, no conference for much longer if this continues. Thank you for an awesome show. Appreciate you. I, like, that's my biggest concern is that when you get stuff like this, and look, it, it's, it's what, it, it's, John Canzano is probably the best example of this. A, a guy like, a guy like John Canzano reporting that a grant of rights is done, the problem with that is, is he's respected. People read him. People listen to his radio show. And so when he gets quite literally smacked in the face by a president saying that's 100% not in fact the case, that's rough. And again, guys like Jason Shear in Arizona, who I keep pointing to him, because we dealt with him on the Arizona basketball scandal, and he was completely just impossible. Like, guys like guys like President Robbins, again, I would just point out, have no gain by, being, by lying. They have no gain. Like, it's amazing. And I think what, what guys, at, and I think Jason Shear writes for 247. I could be wrong. I have no idea. What those guys don't understand is when you work at the level that we work at, like, people call us. People call us. We have lawyers and lawyers directly involved in that case. We had people in the Arizona Athletic Department calling us saying, hey, you guys are exactly, you know, you're doing a good job. I know you're calling. I'm going to talk to you offline. Here's what, hey, hey, fire away. Ask your questions. What do you need to know? Like, they call us. They call us. Three, four, five phone calls. Hey, this is not true. Hey, here's what's actually happening from different parts of the Pac-12 today. And what are they all saying? The exact same thing. We don't have a grant of rights. Don't know where that's from. Hey, you know, these, these, these boilerplate, one person used the word boilerplate. The things that you agree to, you know, these boilerplate issues, they haven't been in question for months. We all know who drives the revenue in the conference. So these people don't hate each other. I think there's this belief that conference presidents in the Pac-12 hate each other could not be further from the truth. They don't hate each other. They, they're not, there has been tension. There is no question about that. I can tell you, we've heard that repeatedly. There has been tension. But what did we tell you about Taylor Randall, the president at Utah? He has been a calming force in the conference. Mm -hmm. He has actually tried very hard to be a diplomat, to keep people patient, to say, hey, we gave George Klyovkov a job. We gave him a task. Let's have him go and execute that task. And when the time comes, we'll all make decisions. But what have they also done, according to our sources? Talk to the Big 12. What's Arizona done? Talk to the Big 12. What's ASU done? Talk to the Big 12. What's Oregon done? What's Washington done? Talk to the Big 10. So they're all doing their exact job, which is, hey, here's where I want to be, but there's a chance that's not going to work out. Let me go explore these other options. It's what they should be doing, but fans, and as the great Kyle Gunther used to always say, fan is short for fanatic. Yeah. They get all, oh, they never talk to anybody. The U Utah never talked to the Big 12. Well, 
Yeah, you know. Actually, oh, Arizona never talked to the Big 12. Yeah, and then President Crow does an interview where he said he talked to the Big 12. Oh, there's a grant of rights. They're ready to, all 10 members have agreed to sign it. Yeah, and then the president in Arizona comes out. And, and again, this is where a guy like Jason Shear, it's shocking because I actually believe in the guy's work. Reporting on Twitter today, a deal's done. And then the president at his own school says, no, no deal. I don't know anything about a deal. It's not done. I, I don't know what to tell you about that. And I see everybody asking, I don't know what to tell you about that because I don't know how you fix that. I really don't know how you fix that. Uh, Anna says, BYU is a big brand and will be a big force in the truck stop, in truck stop country. And for the record, truckers keep things moving, our country going. Yeah, I still don't understand. And if somebody wants to explain to me how truck stop conference is an insult, I would love to, you know, yeah, I, I would love to, I'd love it. to understand that. I would. Um, Hall of Fame, yeah, okay. But you're still here, but you want to put a laughing emoji. COVID year, Patrick, last reported was COVID. I don't know what that means. Carlos says, Monty is and has been accurate. This should be the truth by, by Monty show. Well, because we don't have ties to Arizona or the Pac-12 or, you know, somebody said to us today in a business meeting, yeah, you guys have a big advantage because you're not tied to anybody. I don't have to care what I don't have my to care. boss thinks of me. But furthermore, I don't have to care what the Pac-12 thinks or what Arizona in the Arizona Athletic Department thinks or what Oregon in the Oregon Athletic Department thinks or what BYU or Utah or anybody else thinks because we're not tied to them. We don't have a deal where they must talk to us or we're in real trouble. We don't have that issue. That's what all the 247s and the scout networks or whoever, that's their deal. That's the locked on podcast issue with the Big 12. And uh, Have at it, dude. Knock yourself out. You want to work for teams? That's cool. That's absolutely a living. That's not how this show is set up. It, it's just not. It's just not. Mm -hmm. So, I, you know, uh, let's see. OG Gary says all publicity is good publicity. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Guys like John Canzano, at some point, he's going to be outed as a guy who just isn't honest, who just is spouting rhetoric. And yeah. I, I mean, I just don't know. I don't know how you fix that. Yeah. I, I don't know how you fix that because it, it just keeps going. You know, like, I don't know. I don't know yeah. what you do with that. Yeah, you don't do anything with because it. Because I don't believe that all publicity is good publicity. Frankly, if I had my way, I'd rather fly under the radar all the time, which is pretty much what our show does. Now, does that hurt us? Because we don't have, you know, a million followers on Twitter? Probably. But I'd rather not have a million followers and constantly be at somebody's behest or constantly having to spin stuff for somebody so the messaging calms down the masses. So that or, the optics are good, you know. Yeah, like, I, I, exactly. I'd rather just not do that. Uh, Klyovkov's burner phone. Let's be honest. After this year, Kyle Whittingham will retire and so will the conference. I don't think Kyle Whittingham's retiring in the next three years. Yeah. I think he's at the top of his game. I think he's at the top of his game. San Diego State Aztec says, Jake, quote, I am the law. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Facts. he pretty much is. So, you know. Um, let's see. John Teal says, maybe he means done deal. The pack is dead. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It is. Do you guys understand how shocking it is for somebody at John Canzano's level to get smacked the way he got smacked today? Like that's to write to and Hey, 
Maybe I'm making too much out of it, right? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm making too much out of it. To write this as your headline on your website that people pay you for, Pac-12 schools jockey down the stretch, quote, members have agreed on terms and grant of rights. Okay. I am, and you guys, again, you tell me, is there any way other to spin that than to say the grant of rights has been agreed to? Members have agreed on terms in the grant of rights. And then to say, hey, here's the president in Arizona meeting with the national media says he's good. President Robbins says he's unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools in a grant of rights. Like, how do you survive that? If your job is to write credible content and you write, hey, and this is not the first time, let's, yeah, let's not forget yeah, yeah. that John Canzano has repeatedly said, hey, it's a week away. Hey, it's going to happen at the this dominoes. day. The dominoes are about to fall. Never forget, he put on George Klyovkov on the Wilner Canzano podcast and, you know, let George Klyovkov essentially run a rototiller over UCLA in, again, what turned out not to be accurate. After the envelope calculations. Not to be true. Like it, at some point, you would think there would be a, a, a loss of something there. Well. But there's not. And I, I, I would love to, I would love to understand that. Yeah. I'd love to understand that. Like it, it is, it is amazing to me how this stuff plays out. And yeah. I just, I just want to understand how do you, how does, how does this work, man? Well, when I, you I just, I, like, look, he's, he's funded by, like he's incentivized to say good things about the PAC 12, right? We all understand that. And so to me, I, I look at it and I, and I say, okay. Yeah, I think it is irresponsible. I do. I mean, I, I think saying things like, hey, they've agreed on on terms in a grant of rights or they've agreed on a grant of rights. Or they like, no, they haven't, dude. Like, like you're making it seem like they they have, you know, done something new here or they have like that. There's something fresh or there's breaking news or they're like, there's not like there's nothing. And that's the funny thing to me about today. There's nothing new here today. Nothing. Like, nothing. There's nothing new. And, and you know, Jason Shear trying to take victory laps on Twitter and John Canzano reposting his story like 50 times with five different pictures of Oregon football. And, like, like this is, this is my biggest point here is not that we've been right about everything, even though, in my opinion, we've been extremely credible. My biggest point is, is that this is the Pac-12 and their academia being genius in feeding their mouthpieces to change the narrative in the media. That's what this is because there's nothing new, nothing's changed, yeah. but what is the outrage? Oh my God, the grant of rights is done. Notice how we went from, hey, the conference is burning to the ground to now a positive story that the grant of rights is done. That's yeah. genius. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I, I think it's and the worst part and the unspoken truth about all this is the Pac-12 is losing because of this. Mm -hmm. It is, it's probably a remarkable statement that in 2023, the Twitterverse and the rumor mill is killing the Pac-12, literally killing them, suffocating the Pac-12, applying exponentially more pressure to the Pac-12. 
exponentially more pressure. I don't even know that you can measure the amount of pressure that media spin and mouthpieces in the Twitterverse has heaped on top of George Klyovkov and his, his folks trying to get a TV deal done. Because I think it's massive. Yeah, I think it's absolutely massive. You have a grouping of schools that is incredibly valuable, but you can't get a media rights deal. Yeah, and I, and a lot of the the I don't even the the negativity is the right word. I guess I'm reaching for here, but a lot of the negativity is just simply not necessary. Yeah, and I think early on George Klyovkov was responsible for that talking way too much to far too many people. But now you took the leash off the dog. Now you're really going to try and muzzle that dog? You're not going to be able to do that. No. You're not. It's, dude, it's, it's, that's all over with now. And so now what, they, what the Pac-12 has done is essentially said, George, you're not doing the media. And now you have presidents. You have the president of Arizona today. Like slapping dudes in the face. <laughs> like quite literally coming out and slapping dudes in the face. It's, it's incredible. Yeah. Hall of Fame media. Let's see how much more of an ass he can make of himself. This coming from the same people saying ap- academic funding mattered in media rights. Never nah, said that. Never, never said not that, Never not one time did we ever say that. Nope. Never said, never said, I, <laughs> see, this is the problem. When you have guys who are vested, and I've never heard of you, and if you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back and commenting. You're really helping drive the show. Thank you. Um, the idea that we have ever said that, that what it, and let me make sure I get it right, coming from the same people saying the academic funding mattered in media rights. It, there is not a media rights company on this planet who cares how much your endowment is. Who cares how much you're making off of medical research? We have never, not one time, said that. That's just not how it works. Yet you get a guy like this who's looking for run in publicity, who wants to go on and on and lie, blatantly lie about it. Because we've never said that. Now, not what we said is, hey, the Pac-12 and their member institutions greatly value academics. And they greatly value... Correct their relationship with an educational institution like Stanford, right? Like they value those relationships and they want to be associated with those, those, those schools. They will take $25 million a year for five years. And I know hall of fame math is rough, right? But if you do the math 25 times five, they're taking significantly less money at Washington. Yeah. Because Washington, depending on who you believe, our sources have told us Washington and Oregon, Stanford and Cal would walk into the Big Ten at $60 million and have to work their way up to getting full shares. So you're telling me that you could get $60 million from the Big Ten, but if the Pac-12 offered you $25 million, you would stay because... The 10 of you together make billions and hundreds of billions. If yeah. you look at the pot, yeah, I said billions working together as a research institution group that are all pretty much, I think everybody of the 10 members is AAU left in the PAC 12. All 10 of them are AAU. Like you look at the research money, look at Utah. 
Look at you, you what they're doing with their medical school. Yes. And so you'd take $25 million to stay together because you make that much money in education and research. So no, we never said that educational money is part of media rights. It's not. It has nothing to do with it. We, they are not connected. That's, and that's the problem is people like that feel like that they can, they can say whatever they want because there truly are no repercussions. There's truly no repercussions for those. <laughs> LV Seminole went in on, buddy. You just keep scrolling up, keep going up. Um, if you're, if you're going to troll, get better at it. You embarrass trolls like me. <laughs> I mean, to say that, and it's true. Like, And then Jansen, Hall of Fame Media, if you don't like the guys who run the show or the show at all, you can just turn it off. But it's fun to clown what you say, so maybe you should stay. Like, cause the, and look, Hall of Fame, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you do or what your agenda is. But, dude, you say things like that that everybody who's here on a regular basis knows we've never said that. Yeah. Like, so it's not, even, it, it's not even tough to refute. Truck Stop Gumby says, smash the like button. Yes, my friends, that always helps the show grow. Please hit the like button. Um, you know, we always, like to, we always like to get to 300, 200, 300 likes. Lately, it's been 300. Um, so we, uh, we appreciate that. Big Daddy Magic says, Monty is the truth in sports talk. Appreciate that. Um, Patrick says, wow, 730 watching. Good stuff. Yeah, usually we're, we're right around 700. We've kind of picked up some momentum through the summer. Um, so yeah, channel's doing great. Thank you, yeah. Hall of Fame. Uh, how many times have you guys said those who talk don't know? Oh, it's, it's incredible. incredible. It's incredible. That's exactly right. It's ridiculous how some people crave attention to the point where they'll lie to get it. And I don't know. I, 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 it, would, it would be hard for me to believe. It'd be hard for me to believe that a guy like John Canzano or Jason Shearer, I, I, they're not lying. They're, I think they're getting bad information. I think they're... A guy like Jason Shearer has no win in, in lying or being wrong. Or The guy is a credible hardworking Arizona member of the media. There would be no reason for him to risk all of that. Just to like, why would he do that? Yeah. He's not, he would never do that. He is no matter what. And I don't, I've never met Jason Shear. I don't know him personally. Um, but like during the, the Sean Miller scandal at Arizona, he like, we just disagreed over the facts. The facts were there were wiretaps. The facts are people went to jail over that, over that situation. The facts are we had those attorneys calling us. We had them then on the show breaking news. We had you guys, and it happens, it happens in almost every one of these stories. So like we, when, we, when we were really, when this show in its early stages was built around the NBA and specifically Utah Jazz inside content, and we nailed it to the point where six weeks after we said it, Adrian Wojnarowski reported verbatim the words that we used. The team is going to be built around Donovan Mitchell, which at the end of the day it wasn't, but it's fine. Though we only know that because those guys call us. Yeah. Those guys call us. Which everyone thinks is just absolutely ridiculous. When Kalani Sataki was out interviewing, how do you think we knew that? How do you think we knew what was happening at, at BYU? Let's talk about it. I'm a good listener. Did it, has anybody, did anybody, because I haven't forgotten, and yes, I am a wholehearted keeper of receipts. We told you 
exclusively on our show when we have like seven listeners. Hey, Kalani Sataki told Washington, because they asked him, hey, if BYU offers you a new deal, would you rather be there or is, do you truly want to be the head coach at Washington? Kalani Sataki told them, oh no, I'd BYU's my dream job. I'd rather stay at BYU. And then what did all of the Utah media report? Because Kalani told them. Like, do you, how do we know that? They called us. Yeah. They, today. Uh, and I, if you're just tuning in, I, I, I would love to show you my phone, but we're never going to reveal our sources. Seven minutes before the show. Ding, 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 ding. People from around the Pac-12 are calling us. Saying, hey, I want to make sure you guys understand what's really happening. I got one call, got off that call. My phone immediately rang, picked it back up. Almost chapter and verse. Hey, we don't have a deal. I don't know what, what this guy Canzano, this guy Canzano, I don't know why he, like they call us and it's, it's amazing. It is, we're really lucky to get the support we do. Raider Mark says, uh, hit the like button. Yes, please do. OG Gary says, maybe Gonzano needs money and is driving traffic to his website. Yeah, I that very well could be. I don't know. He, he's, he, I believe he's got a radio show too, I think. I think he still does a radio show in Seattle. I could be wrong. Or in Portland, maybe. I don't I know. know. He does podcasts. I have no idea. Yeah, he does with John Wilner. I would think that's not free. Uh, Andrew, Gonzaga also not great. If either starts not winning, it's a mistake to add. Uh, I think Gonzaga would be a phenomenal ad. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I do. I think they'd be a phenomenal ad. Uh, Kurt Peters, call Kit. Hall of Fame needs to ride back to his podcast. Yeah, it's, you know, it's cool. Hall of Fame commenting here really helps the show grow. So, um, it's fair. Did I read this one already? Uh, I feel like it's chemtrails, UFOs, and deployment water bottles. Oh, boy. No. <laughs> no. Um, everyone knows the Pac-12 grant of rights is BS. It ain't real, y'all. Have a good, have a great show, fellas. Appreciate it. Uh, Derek Roche, why can't the Pac just say there won't be a deal soon? Because again, I think they it just gets ratcheted up. Well, and I don't think that's over accurate. And over and I, over. Look, I don't think saying hey, there's not going to be a deal is accurate. That's just not true. I, I think I, would I agree. think they're trying to find a deal. That's. That's the truth. Hey, it's taken them 10 months or whatever it's been now to, to find a deal. They're still in that process. And Correct. that's the reality of the situation. So I don't have a need to come out and say, oh, man, the grant of rights is done because it's not done because they're still looking for a media deal. That's just as simple as it is. So, like, I love all the attention we get from Twitter tough guy and, like, yeah. Account, like, great, cool, comment, try to troll us. Awesome. That really helps the show grow, man. Like, I, I, I just think this situation is very straightforward. You don't have a media deal. You don't have a grant of rights. It's, it's really not that difficult to understand. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I just, it, it's disappointing because the Pac-12 deserves better. Yeah, they do. The, the Pac-12, and I should say, the members of the Pac-12 deserve better because you have a really quality group of universities that man i'm just telling you they they deserve better tom dean says uh verbal agreement equals truck stop through that hole thank you uh john teal stanford cal oregon and washington need to run to the big maybe maybe 
I think I think the Big Ten would love to add those. They do. You know. Uh, Tom Dean says John Canzano's source is a monkey. Uh, I think okay. John Canzano. I, I, I think John Canzano has a great number of relationships. I just think he's, I, I don't understand how can you be this wrong? In all seriousness, how can you get it this wrong? That's your headline and then you write that the contract includes a variety of elements that all 10 schools need to agree on and it appears they have. So... The headline in the tweet is like, hey, they've agreed on terms and their grant of rights, but then you get into the article and what, what, what do we see? It appears they have. Not sources tell me they have, right? It yeah. appears they have. So, again, I don't, I don't make it my business to make it personal with these guys. I judge them on the content that they put out because that's all this is. And, and I just don't think what he said here is accurate. Look at the bottom, look at the, bottom the last line. Over the last few months, a member of the Pac-12 CEO group told me, we have negotiated all of these issues and the grant of rights is ready to go. So I'm going to take John at his word. I believe him that a, a member of the Pac-12 CEO group told him <coughs> a grant <coughs> of rights is ready to go. I, I, why, why would I not believe that? Why would I not believe that? Because... President Robbins at Arizona today said Arizona President Robert Robbins meeting with the media in D.C. says he's unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools and a grant of rights and there won't be, quote, until we see a deal and we have not seen a deal. So a member of the Pac-12 CEO group is telling John Canzano one thing and the reality is that's not the truth. That's what yeah. this feels like to me. I don't, I don't know how else, how else do you slice that? And if you have a suggestion or you think what the reality is, I would love is, to hear what your opinions are. Do yeah, tell, dude. friends. Do tell, because I just don't, I just don't think, I don't think there's any other way to spin it. I, I, you know, like it, it is, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's really unfortunate to me that this is where the Pac-12 is. Because they, I look at the Big 12, and let's just be, when we, if we contrast and compare the Big 12 to the Pac-12, let's just be brutally honest about it. The Big 12 is just operated circles around the Pac-12. But why is that? Is Brett Yormark a better commissioner? Is he a better man than you are, George? Nick Saban is a better man than you are. George Klyavkov? I think it's just that a couple of things. Brett Yormark's not an operator. And he's certainly not operating now. That dude is in the deep end of the pool and he's trying to figure out how to swim. And so what has he been focused on? Media rights deal. Came to market early. Exclusive negotiating period. George, kicking ass. And then Brett Yormark showed up in the Big 12. And immediately came to market early with his rights. And what happened almost instantly they got a deal done. Oh. $31.7 million a year per school. Good deal. Nope, you guys left a bunch of money on the table. Idiots. We're going to get a $50 million a year deal. Yeah, here we are. Eight months, 10 months late. 10 months now that we're in June. You guys, Brett Yormark's been on the job 10 months. 
We've got Mexico, we've got Rucker Park, we've got TV media rights deal. Well, what do we in the Pac-12 have? The same thing that we've had for 10 months. Do you view this season as a failure? Absolutely nothing. But concern, insecurity, negative, negativity, negative media, negative press. Dominoes are falling. Deal's going to be done in two weeks. Negative, 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 negative. Like, it's crazy to me. And then, you know what else you get? You get the Comcast thing. Look at John Wilner today. I think said that it's $70 million, not $50 million. You get the Comcast deal. You get, like, all, man, like, it's just one thing after another, and guys are quitting, and lawsuits are filed, mm -hmm. and this guy's going here and going there and over there, and BYU is worth $100 million, and that's the difference, and... All this stuff, all this negativity. There's no way that you're, we have no idea if George Klyovkov's a good commissioner or not. Let's just be honest about it. Brett Yormark has done a really good job since he took the job in the Big 12. George Klyovkov has just been walking around with a shovel trying to get out, dig out of the, the muck that Larry Scott left him. And then it's just, you just keep throwing stuff on top of it. You just more bad, the envelope more calculations, bad more bad stuff, more bad stuff. It's crazy to me. I can confidently say he's not anywhere near Brett Yormark in competency I mean, I, level. I don't know that we know. Do we really have it? Because I just don't feel like Brett Yormark has had the ability to operate the conference, to run the con I'm not saying he's some great commissioner, but I know he's not Houdini. Because I have not seen magic from, from George Klyovkov not one time. And every time that dude has talked, it's been a tragic failure. Mm -hmm. Every single time. Because it's garbage. And I don't know how you fix it, man. Because, and I do. I respect the heck out of, I respect the, heck out of the job that Brett Yormark has done. He, he has is, our full respect. Dude, he has unified people. He has Mexico'd and Rucker'd and Kansas City'd. He has... Uh, this idea of splitting off college basketball into its own business unit along with football in its own business unit, flipping phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Really well done. Hiring commercial directors to monetize and drive revenue through football and basketball differently and individually. Brilliant. Guy's an operator. Comes from Hollywood and entertainment. Guy's an operator. Knows how to monetize. I don't even think, frankly, you want to look at the current state of affairs? Does George Klyovkov even have the opportunity to monetize basketball? Because his only basketball team left in this conference is, if we're being totally honest, is Arizona. Um, and now it looks like Arizona, because again today, and this is the thing that I hope people don't, don't, don't miss, is that you, you look at this statement right here, would Arizona be interested in moving to another conference? Arizona President Robert Robbins. Depends on what our financial deal is. It's a proper answer. If Arizona leaves, are you going to play basketball? Are you going to compete in men's basketball if Arizona leaves the conference? Because um, um, news, news flash, Utah, Rick Majerus ain't coming through that door. Neither um, is Keith Van Horn. Like, you look at it. it you look at Oregon or Washington or do you have do you have a basketball product in this conference? Um, I don't think you do. 
You're not you, you are you are going to struggle. A year from now you are in real trouble in basketball if you exist. You're in re- and I think you will on some level. You're in real trouble in basketball. So you don't even have the opportunity to operate the way Brett Yormark has. You just don't have the opportunity. And uh, hey, if President Fult at USC, if that's... By the way, can I just ask you, why is USC and UCLA still involved in Pac-12 business? That was explained to me today, that USC and UCLA are still involved in conversations around the Pac-12. Are you serious? Bro, what are you talking about, man? You're in this situation because USC allegedly screwed you. President, The president of USC was on the committee that was in charge of expanding, and she said, nah, nah, I don't think so. Is this the dagger? And then went to the Big Ten. <laughs> and they're still involved in Pac-12 conversations. Still involved in Pac-12 business. They texted. Dude, that's crazy it's to wild, me. wild, bro. Crazy to wild. me. Wild. And maybe it is that just, you know, George Klyovkov isn't able to think clearly because he doesn't have buckshot from bucked up. Now, this is a new record right here. Just so you guys know on the show. Getting to 424 without bucked up tells you just how good the story is. But I had my Miami at lunch today. You did. I had my Miami at lunch today, but now it's time to drink some watermelon buckshot. Don't take my word for it. Get the free buckshot samples. (sighs) Down the hatch, boys. So good. Get your free buckshot samples in the description below. What buckshot does for me. And I can only tell you my personal use with it. It just gives you a little lift. And it gives you that lift for a significant period of time. It's only 100 milligrams of caffeine, but it's got a great, great list of ingredients that gives you high-powered, long-lasting energy so you can finish your day strong. You come back from that Olive Garden lunch that I'm sure you had, and you carb crash, but you feel better, right? Because... Buckshot gives you a lift. By the way, you know what else I had this morning? How about a buck bar? Look at the buck bars, you guys. Oh, did I mention in the description below there's a free sampler pack of buck bars as well? The brand new buck bar from Bucked Up Energy. I'm telling you guys, they're phenomenal. I love the Snickerdoodle, the everything bar. Like They're fantastic. And look at the ingredients. Reliable energy and nutrition that you can believe in. Because the quality of the ingredients, things like whey protein isolate, the best form of whey protein is whey protein isolate. So, of course, it's in this bar. It's not packed with a bunch of sugar. You get natural flavors and sweeteners from things like dates that are used to sweeten the bar, not confection sugar. Like, it's really good. Really good ingredients. That's why we partner with Bucked Up. Because And everybody in the comments that uses Bucked Up, because so many of our listeners now use Bucked Up and have taken advantage of the free samples, man, I'm telling you, I, I don't know anybody that, that hates it. Lopes Van Gabe says, Buckshot Energy is real deal, but Mango Tango had me feeling some different type of way. <laughs> Definitely got to find the low stim before I go down the Mango Tango. Bro. Dude, the Mango Tango's fire, bro. And my wife drinks. The white can is, is uh, low stim. It's 100 milligrams of caffeine. The black cans of Bucked Up Energy, which are always no sugar, the black can is 300 milligrams of energy, of caffeine. So there's a different level. And you know the great thing about Bucked Up? They're pre-workouts, they're BCAs. They all have have engineered ingredients to get you what you need. If you're somebody that really struggles to get going in the morning, 
Dude, I work out. I worked out at 5 a.m. today, and it's tough to wake up and get out of bed. Mrs. Monty, my wife is, I mean, she's just so, she's so impressive and inspiring to me. She's training for this triathlon. She got her ass out of bed today. She hit the bucked up at the pre-workout's called LFG. Got on the Peloton and did a power ride after yesterday getting on the, the treadmill and doing a long run. Like, that's what bucked up is for. It gets you going so you can achieve the results you're looking for. Hook it up, buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to save 20%. Kyle J says blood raz and vodka. Vagka. Okay, okay. Okay. I, I, don't, uh, I don't hate that. You know. That's cute. Uh, <laughs> I remember when I had my first beer. Gary says, picked up the Sour Apple uh, Buckies at American Fork uh, over the last weekend. Sour Apple's always good. Sour Apple is always good. Um, Cougar Tracks. After drinking a bucked up, I ran a four-minute mile. Okay. Is that true? I hope that's true. Tom Dean, when you're done drinking a bottle of bucked up, can you pee in it? Asking for a friend. Dude. <laughs> I'm not I'm not here for that today. <laughs> you're not here for a lot of it today. I am huh? not I am not here for the pee in a bottle <laughs> thing today. You know. Uh Salty Drunk, Monty, is your voice uh sore at the end of the show? You do a lot of talking. Waves in opposition. I don't know. I don't know what you mean. Hey, Salty. Hey, just me and you. What, just, do you. what do you mean? Just me and you here. By the way, this is a talk show, so we do a lot of talking. <laughs> I love it. Mark Rucker gives us $5 to say late to the party, but Kenzano basically said a couple of months ago, I was told by one dude the grant of rights was not an issue and uh, chose today to drop it. He did not say that. He did not say that. Do you have proof of that? Did he really say that? Are you being serious? Mark, I hope you're kidding. Can you screenshot and DM that to us? How? Uh, there's no way he said that. Yeah, I, and Mark, I'm not saying you're lying, bro, but, but if you're going to say that, like, we need proof of that. How, it, oh, come on. Come on, Kenzano. Kenzano so said yeah, a couple of months ago, I was told by one dude the grant of rights was not an issue and chose today to drop Where it. did he say this? I need more information, man. Were you listening to his podcast? Yeah. or like, uh, that's? I really hope that's not true. I really hope that's not true. Uh, that, would, that would be... Man, that would be incredibly disappointing because that's just being disingenuous. That is, that is saying that you don't believe... That you don't believe that timing matters. A couple of, so let me get this right. You decided today that something you were told a couple of months ago that you were going to release it today. Never mind, it's completely inaccurate. Never mind <coughs> releasing something a couple of months later. Did you go back and fact check that? Because John Canzano, you got punched in the face by President Robbins at Arizona today. Mm -hmm. This would be really... I have a lot of respect for John Canzano. I've told you that repeatedly. If this is in fact true, what you're reporting right here, that's incredibly disappointing. That's incredibly... Like, I can't even... I can't believe that. Yeah, it would be a little shocking, man. It, it really would. Uh, Brandon Butler. What's up, Brandon? It's not George screwing up. He's got... Uh, he got handed a live grenade. The problem is someone out super glued on the grenade and it's stuck to his hand. 
Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I'm going to guess, and, and this is totally speculation just based on what I see on Twitter. Mm-hmm. John is doing his show right now. Uh, his radio show. So he does have a radio show. He does okay, have a go. radio show statewide. And I'm guessing it's in Washington. I don't know. Um, so I'm going to guess that that's where Mark heard that. But uh, Mark, if you want to confirm, that'd be great. Yeah. If anybody in Washington is listening to Kenzano's show, that'd be great if you could confirm that. Because I just, that is shocking. That is shocking. If he really said that. I mean, that is, that, it, that would be Wow. Yeah. Uh, I just, I, I can't even. Yeah. I don't believe that. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I can't believe, Mark, I can't believe respectfully, that. Respectfully, I can't believe that until we see it. Yeah, I, I cannot. That, and I'm wading through text messages and all kinds of stuff. Um, I think it is, that can't be true. Yeah. I, I just, I think, look, I think there's, there's a big no difference way. between, like, I understand, like I said earlier in the show. I totally understand, you know, Kenzano's got, got, you know, people to please and, you know, he's got things to do. Okay. I, I totally get it and respect it. I, I can't get, go as far as to say that dude shared information today that he got months ago inside of a story that's ever evolving almost on a daily basis with this PAC 12 situation. I mean, again, you, you can't, uh, again, you can't like timing is of the essence always when you're, when you do what, Kenzano does or what we do so to me I, I look at this and I say bro if if he if it is in fact true and I'm not saying it is but if it were to be true that that he had this information months ago and just chose to drop it today because he needed a story that that's kind of like yeah that's that's shady so yeah I don't I, I, don't, I don't know what you say about that I think Kenzano is better than that I think a lot of these guys today, a lot of the writers that took it hook, line, and sinker are better than that. But who the hell that, knows? That is, yeah. So, so if you're just tuning in, I want to I want to make sure that we're that we're not leaving people in the dark here. I think when you look at what's being reported today, John Canzano wrote in a column today, and I'll show it to you because I want to make sure that we're giving everybody their just due. This is John Canzano's website. Pac-12 schools jockey down the stretch. So wait a minute. You're jockeying down the stretch. Members have agreed on terms and grant of rights. To which he wrote, you know, hey, members have finalized the term of their grant of rights. Sources tell me. And the last sentence that you'll see here. Uh, over the last few months, a member of the Pac-12 CEO group told me we have negotiated all of these issues and the grant of rights is ready to go. Well, the obvious issue here is what Mark Ruckert, our listener, said was that Kanzano went on his radio show in Washington and said, hey, that was a few months ago somebody told me that. But you didn't write that in your column that it was months ago somebody told you that. You didn't mm. put it in the headline that it was months ago. And then today, when President Robbins came out in front of the media in Washington, D.C., and said he's unaware of any agreement among Pac-12 schools in a grant of rights, and there won't be one until he sees it, until, quote, we see a deal, we have not seen a deal, oh. end quote. And then when he says... Hey, 
Uh, by the way, would you, uh, President Robbins, be interested in moving conferences? Quote, depends on what our financial deal is. By the way, kudos to whoever asked that question. I'm assuming Ross did, but I don't know. Kudos yeah. to whoever asked that question, because that is spot on reporting right there. Like, So if, in fact, John Canzano said he got this story months ago, dude, I, I don't know how that's even possible. That is a massive, massive problem. That's a massive, massive problem. Wow. Wow, that is a massive problem. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, I'll have to see when the courthouse is open and get an appointment. What do you mean? I'm assuming that's a, that's a tongue-in-cheek joke about a crime that was committed with Gonzano. I don't know. Uh, Elaine Tran, Wilner in the beginning, now he's changing his tone. Okay. Mark Ruckert, there are multiple reporters that knew about this. Nobody reported it because of that. Yeah, which was, <laughs> so so it's funny, Mark, that you say that. Not that I'm criticizing you, but but that was the out for for Jason Shear. That's what Jason Shear rolled out in his tweet. That oh, like we all knew about this, but it just didn't matter. So none of us reported it. That's what the sentiment was on Twitter. Like oh yeah, we knew that 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 they were all in lockstep on their grants of rights and. And that, but that didn't matter, and it wasn't relevant because they don't have a TV deal, even though today we want to report that, hey, the grant of rights is done, and what's the holdup? Like, do you see what I mean about how how this is, this? like, we always get accused of, oh, you guys do clickbait, and you guys just, you know, are thirsty for attention. Man. But then this type of thing happens. And again, I'm just going to keep saying it. I'm sorry for the people who have been here the whole time. We get a lot of people that join us on the go. I don't have any issue personally with any of these guys, and I don't really yeah. care to have a personal issue. I'm just simply saying that it's very clear what happened today, which is, hey, it's starting to look like you're trying to escape your dumb story today by saying, yeah, we all knew about this. We just didn't report it because it you know, wasn't relevant at the time. Like, that's scheming. That's clickbaiting. That's what you guys all hate that happens in the media. So... I don't know, man. All I'm saying is that nothing's changed. This wasn't breaking news today. Like, there, you're not in any kind of different spot. No progress or 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 reverse progress, if you will, has been made. Like, it's it just it just is tiring. It's very tiring. Yeah. This is this is I and and I apologize. I missed this. Apparently, I did not see that Jason Shear tweeted that. Mark Ruckert is saying that per Jason Shear. There are multiple reporters that knew about this. Nobody reported yeah, I think, it. I think it's on the tweet that we've that we've been showing. I think for on Jason Shear's tweet. Okay, um, Pete Thamel, President Robbins. I haven't seen. I I did not. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, I don't see any of the national guys like Ross Dellinger. I don't see Pete Thamel. Yeah, those guys aren't saying it. No, because they're national guys that yeah. are actual journalists. Yeah, they're. <laughs> This is what I'm trying to explain to people. This is why I'm so upset at this moment. Because you have guys like Sheer and Canzano that are saying, yeah, I knew about this for months. I just didn't think it was relevant until today when I needed, when you needed clicks or you wanted people to read your stuff. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden it's relevant? Well, if it wasn't relevant at all, then why did you report it today? Why did you report it today? Yeah. You, uh, like, you can't have it both ways, man. Yeah. Like, you... you, you you can't, you can't say that, hey, I knew this months ago, but, you know, it wasn't relevant. Yeah. Okay, so months ago then, months ago, you're saying that the Pac-12 had a grant of rights. 
Well, the problem is President Robbins at Arizona disagrees with you. He disagrees with you. And again, on this idea of Arizona and Arizona State staying together and that the Arizona Board of Regents would much, much, much prefer and would make it difficult for Arizona to split from Arizona State. And then you have Robbins talking about, you know, hey, I think we stay together and, oh, you know, I'm really close friends with President Crow at Arizona State, and we control a very nice 20% solidarity in the Pac-12. This is a great point. It's a great point. So, again, I just say, why would those two, why would those two want to split up? And I think the Arizona Board of Regents would very much like them to stay together. Yeah. As we reported and told you. Like, I... I don't understand. I just don't understand it. You can't have it both ways. You're reporting something that's months old that back then and now today is not true. Yeah. So did, you're just, you're making shit up. That's what this feels like to me now. Yeah. It feels like, and again, it's not personal with me, man. I just, I, you know, it's, it is what it is. It is what it is. Dallin Sproul. What's up, my guy? Hey, good golfing last weekend. Loved playing with you guys. Always a pleasure. Yeah, we uh, golfed up at uh, Canyons with uh, Dallin Sproul. Dallin, you are very fortunate you did not play with us on Tuesday. (laughs) I had a bad bad round Tuesday. I shot 93 down at Talon Cove. That was not good. That was not, not good. Yeah. Uh, Brave, Jeremy Callahan, Brave Sir Robbins. Okay. I don't think, but see, this, this is my other point. I don't think that President Robbins is doing anything outlandish. I don't think that he said anything crazy. I don't either. I think he's been on message. I think his points are very valid. I think the fact that he made the point about the fact that they own 20% of the conference is spot on because 20% is I totally better than agree 10%. Like, it makes perfect sense. But again, there is no getting away from the fact that you don't have a grant of rights and this TV deal will either be the end of the conference as we know it today or they will find a way to squeak through until the next until the next negotiating period. Yeah, totally agree. Maury Alvarez uh, says that's how it could be received based off of what he wrote. I would agree. I would agree with that. Uh, Tanner Plummer says Canzano gonna Canzano, and Tanner, by the way, is one of the guys who routinely bitches and moans that we say, "Hey, we told you this back here." So, not to make it personal with you, Tanner, but this is why. This is why we do that. Yeah. This is exactly why we tell you, hey, we've been telling you. On and on and on. All I have in this world is my balls and my word. Truth. Uh, and, and Donuts uh, said, I know a guy named Sources. He's a popular dude. <laughs> Everybody knows him. True. Uh, Gary says, if that's true, Kenzano's a fraud, dude. I mean that's that's but and I think it's a it's a really important point for you guys as the viewers of not only our show but I'm sure tons of other shows and content right like when you look at days like today in reporting you notice there's a very there's two separate parties here right there is the Kanzano sheer you know group that's saying one thing and and looking kind of silly now in my opinion and then there's the national guys, right? Your Pete Thamels, your, you know, the Dennis Dodds of the world, the Ross Dellingers of the world who are saying something completely different. What are they saying? Notice what they're saying. Their stuff is not opinion, right? They're giving you, hey, this is what dude said. 
this is what other dudes said. This is what she said. Like, that's what he said. Like, fact-based stuff. But that's why when Ross Dellinger or Dennis Dodd or, again, I think Pete Thamel's the best at it. I, that's just my opinion. Yeah. When those guys say, hey, my sources have told me, I think you can take that to the bank. Agreed. I, 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 I have no reason to question Pete Thamel ever. Woj. Think about Woj. No reason to question Adrian Wojnarowski ever. And I love the fact that he reported everything we reported on the Jazz after we reported. I mean, so, you know, you know, that's our, that's, you, you, uh, okay. Uh, Bryce Martin, creating stories for clicks and not giving good information. Yeah. And you know the other thing, too, that I think is really interesting? This type of thing is bad for our show. This type of stuff. Oh, it hurts us immensely. It, it hurts us a lot because these guys get all the national respect and yes. they're everything. And then people come here and they're like, oh, you guys are just hacks on YouTube. That's what's tough for us. That's why for us, it's like, okay, one, we're tired of talking about this story. Two, we're tired of getting heat on this story for things that we didn't say. Like, quite literally on Twitter, there are days where people be like, oh, you guys said, like, dude earlier in the show saying that that we're claiming that academic dollars have anything to do with, 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 a, with a grant of rights situation or TV deals. We never said any of that, but we catch that because we're the ones on YouTube. We're not writing for some outlet in Tucson like that's the difference yeah I don't um I don't know and again you guys I appreciate everybody that sends me stuff and Jason Shearer uh, I you got uh, like three people have sent me this um this dealio and I'm happy to share it I appreciate everybody sending it to me uh Archer Quick our our SC fan good to see you Archer Says Kanzano and Wilner are Beavis and Butthead. I don't have a problem with John Wilner. I, I, I don't know that I would call him part of this. Uh, let me get this banner off the screen for you guys. Uh, Jason Shear, thirty apparently thirty-two minutes ago, did some digging. Nobody thinks Friday for Colorado is significant, but they do admit it's been quiet over there. Um, and then uh, he said, "Grant of rights has been done for a while." Kenzano has known that, and so has Wilner and other writers. Belief is Kenzano went with it now as a favor to Schultz or someone similar to put pressure on Colorado and get the Pac-12 back in the news in a positive way. Okay, this is clearly not to, not to, I'm you so confused. Like, I don't, I, w w this is not Twitter, by the way. I just no, want to point the, that out. I don't, I don't know where this is from. Yeah. It, 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 it was sent to me, Charles Arnett, you know, Steve Pat, like a bunch of people sent this to me. Yeah. And I appreciate you guys sending it to me. This is from Jason Shear. I think that I, I don't, I guess this is not his Twitter because it says staff. Yeah. But I, I don't know why you would, like, what is the point of that? What is the point of that? And, and I don't know. I didn't see his, um, I didn't see Jason Shear's Twitter earlier so i don't i i just saw that he was tweeting about how it was done um you know there it, it, to me it's just one of those things where look jason shear has a job to do and to get it right senior editor editor and publisher at wildcat authority cool congratulations i think all of this stuff about how on earth Guys like Kinzano and Jason Shear can publish this stuff. I just can't believe that you guys believe in John Kinzano. 
Jason Shear, I don't know that there's a better Arizona authority than Jason Shear if we're being honest. I mean, because we tell you we're the truth in sports talk every day on this show. I don't know that there's a better University of Arizona sports guy than Jason Shear. Mm-hmm. I don't understand whatever all this shit is today. You guys go do your thing, dude. If this gets you more subscribers to your 247, hey, I hope that works out for you guys. But I'm telling you, this is bad for all of us. John Canzano, and I'll, I, I will make you this promise. I will, I will email John tonight and ask him to either come on the show tomorrow and clarify this. Because I think John Canzano is killing the Pac-12. And I think he is doing, in my opinion, real damage to the media and the credibility of the media. Yeah, I agree. I think this is incredibly damaging today because there's no way to spin this now. And I don't know why you would hold on to this for months. For months, you would hang on to this. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Because uh, there's not an update and why, you needed a story. Why would you do that? I, I just don't understand it. So it is what it is. And I, and we could go round and round about this. I, I think we need to give you time to, to stretch yeah, your look legs. At, look at people saying like, you know, again, I'm in Seattle and he said it like, okay, if he really said that. Yeah, there. I mean, you go up, Carlos there at the top. There he is. Uh, Carlos says, I'm in Seattle, and he did say that. Wow. Wow. So this is this is my point. This is the last thing. I'm going to read comments. I don't mean to run this thing in the ground. But this is what I'm talking about. We don't do this. And I'm not trying to sit here on a pedestal and say we're better than everyone, because we're not, right? Like, I, we're not the best show or the biggest show or whatever. Like, you can think of us what you want. But you will never catch us doing this type of thing where we're going to sit on information because we know we need a cookie jar when when the Pac-12 story is slow. We don't do that. And this is the type of thing that I hate because you guys don't deserve it. We certainly don't deserve it. And now, based on looking at certain individuals' Twitter's account, they're in a firestorm because they look like idiots now. Like, it's not good for some of these guys. This is what happens. And I just caution you guys, read the story first. Don't yeah, just I, jump on it. Today sucks. I'll, I'll be honest up. with you. It, 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 this is really difficult when you have a guy of John Canzano's stature, notoriety, resume, doing this. Like, I mean, it, it, this is a guy that is a, what did you say, a statewide radio host in, in Washington? Yeah. He... he it, and you're, you're, yeah, you're that I will reach out to him. I promise you, I will reach out to him. I will email him and invite him on the show tomorrow and see if he will do it. It, it just, yeah. Tanner Plummer, Canzano continues to destroy what credibility he has left. Yeah. I think credibility is defined by who you ask. Yeah. Uh, Richard Tracy, Canzano hosts the bald face truth on Portland in Portland. Okay. That's cool. Canzano is shadier than BYU built bar NIL deal. <laughs> Wow, that's a poll. <laughs> that's a poll right there. Um, let's see. Mark Record says no, didn't say that. Okay, I give up. I, then don't, I don't know. I dude. don't fucking know. Then like, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It's fine. Um, this is where we are in the media today. Is it like CNN fired their CEO after like I think he was on the job three days? Yeah, Chris Lit. Like, <laughs> this is where we are in the media when we can't trust. And we can't even agree on what people say on their own radio show. Mm -hmm. It's it's crazy to me. It is, and, and again, 
And again, if he didn't say that, then what is Jason Shear talking about? Grant of rights has been done for a while. Kanzano has known that. And so has Wilner and other writers. Belief is Kanzano went with it now as a favor to Schultz or someone similar to put pressure on Colorado and get the Pac-12 back in the news in a positive way. But even this, like, Kanzano went with it now as a favor to Schultz or someone similar? I mean, you're, you're slandering a guy in John Kanzano. Schultz or someone similar? Like, to put pressure on Colorado, of all people? And get the Pac-12 back in the news in a positive way? How did that no work out? No news is good news for the Pac-12. How did that work out? Yeah. Like... It's fair. 365 Sports is covering some of this now. Yeah, I, I would think so. Uh, Tony Altimore, more like, I don't know who that is. We, this guy's come up on our show before. I have no idea who that He's is. He's a Twitter troll who shares charts, and it just, yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. To change my name to Colazano, Jeremy Callahan says, you could do that if you really wanted to. Um, you know, I, I just, I think it's really unfortunate that we're in this situation. I do. Uh, Avery Cope McMurphy is an S tier reporter as well. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? I don't know. Um, Mark Ruckert, someone needs to ask Kanzano when he got this and how many confirmations he got. He'll never admit the truth. He will never talk about that. I mean, that's just reality. The Big Lubbock. What's up, my guy? I mentioned before the show started, this was agreed upon by the presidents months ago. Well, somebody forgot to ask President Robbins if he agreed. Yeah, because he clearly doesn't. Those are his words. President Robbins said, uh, there's no agreement for Pac-12 schools on a grant of rights. And there won't be until they see a a deal. So, so. um, you know. Uh, Raider Mark, Wilner has been cautious in his reporting lately. Which, again, I'm going to say, that's smart. You should not just report anything you hear. Because I don't think John Wilner just throws stuff against the wall for clicks. John Wilner is a guy that I have read for, I feel like it's a decade easy. Like John Wilner is a credible, really good reporter. Yeah. Like this is what's wrong with John Canzano because now Canzano and Wilner do a podcast together. And I'm telling you, if, if this is true, what John Canzano did today, and I will ask him, I don't know him. He may probably never even answer my email. But if it's true what he did today, dude, I don't know how you can do a podcast with him if you're John Wilner. I don't. Um, Brett Yormark's burner. I think Wilner is separating slowly, stepping away from Kinzano. The end is near. Have you noticed? I have not. I don't listen to their podcast anymore. Like Kinzano, they they lost me with the Klyovkov episode Mm -hmm. where they didn't ask a single follow-up or a difficult question. calculations. They allowed him to go on with back-of-the-envelope calculations. I and believe, if memory serves, and correct me if I'm wrong, people, I believe that was the first episode of the Wilner Canzano podcast, if memory serves. That was their their kickoff episode. Oh, was it really? I believe so. Quint Randall, how are you, my friend? I just remembered that not only do you have ESPN connections, but also Arizona connections from your radio time there. Yeah. So, and again, if you're just tuning in... Um, Jason Shear works at I can't Wildcat Authority or I think, I think that's it's a two four seven country. I think okay, whatever it is. Whatever, yeah. Jason Shear is the preeminent guy at Arizona covering Arizona sports. He he got into us in our during our time in Arizona because we were reporting the facts that turned out to be spot on 
because we don't report anything that multiple people don't confirm. That's why when we say, hey, X, Y, and Z, there is no grant of rights. That's three, four people deep telling us, hey, this isn't true. Yeah. Not happening. Hey, the Jazz are trading Rudy Gobert, and they're going to build around Donovan Mitchell. And what did Woj report a couple of months later? Hey, they're going to trade Rudy Gobert. They traded Rudy Gobert. They're going to build around Donovan Mitchell. Like, we don't report things unless we two or three deep them. So I appreciate you saying that, Quint. Uh, Arizona 247 message board, Curtis said. Okay. I don't know. What, what did they say on there? Um, Carlos, that's not positive. It's stupid as hell. Go ahead and put the gas on the fire, right? <laughs> uh, Jeremy, grant of rights locked in. My sources are gold. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, William Monty. So what will each school get in money? I don't, I don't know. I think that's the question. Everybody, including president Robbins would like the answer to. And I, I would tell you, we've heard, we've heard a large number of our people tell us that they're at about 19 million and there's not a clear Avenue to go beyond that number. And that right now, they're all pretty well aware of what that number is, but George Klyavkov has been diligently working and making an effort to find alternative distribution. And he's not, yeah. he's not so far been successful, but I think they, they're all, there's not a president in this league who doesn't know what the top possible number is today. Yeah, Every one of those presidents knows. Andrew, uh, so what's with Colorado meeting on Thursday? Some cadence says when they leave for the Pac-12. I just don't believe that they're going to do anything until nobody's in a hurry to leave this league. I think they'd like something done by the end of next week. I think is the original timeline we had heard. Yeah. But I just think it's going to be done when it's done. And I think that the, certainly the drop dead date is kickoff or, and I would say fall camp in Colorado. I'm telling you, they're going to have a rough year on the field. And I know that Dion's your dude. Yeah, he is. Right? Dion Sanders. But I, I don't even dispute. My only argument with Dion is that I maintain that Dion is a guy who is capable enough to win a game or two that he shouldn't win. Now, will he do that? I don't know. Maybe they are 1 and 11. Maybe they are. And I won't be surprised if they are. But just the same way, I won't be surprised if you find a way to run into two or three wins as opposed to one. Because 1 yeah. and 11 is a pretty crappy look. But if you're like, all right, cool. You know, we were three and nine. We had, we, you know, some of those losses were one possession losses. We were competing. Great. Yeah. I think that's ideal for prime. But one and 11 to me is just not an option. Andrew, I feel like people are just having money thrown at them from all angles and they just have whatever for uh, wads of cash at whatever time. I think that the Big 12 has been very pragmatic about their, their conversations with expansion targets. I think they have not. The worst thing that you can do is overpromise and underdeliver. That is the worst thing you can do. And I think the Pac-12 is living proof of that. Because mm -hmm. all of the Pac-12 folks that were running out, hey, we're getting 50 million. Including people in Salt Lake City. Including people in Los Angeles at one point. Arizona, mm -hmm. Everybody. The Pac-12 narrative is we're getting 50 million. We're getting 50 million. We're getting 40 million. Hey, we're trying to get 25 million. Like... You're over-promising and under-delivering. And it leads to stuff like this. Uh, Scammer Trolling says, you guys aren't media, though. 
Apparently not. Apparently not. Call us what you like. Call us what you like. Um, months and no leaks, right? I don't know. What do you mean? Uh, Charles Arnott. Arnett? I'm sorry. Charles Arnett. We don't believe them and believe in you too. I'm telling you, I've worked in college athletics business at the D1 level and at, at a current Big 12 school. You guys are spot on. I appreciate you saying that, man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, Joey, uh, Jose says, uh, Canzano promised UCLA would return to the Pac-10 in 2030. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Richard Tracy, definition of media way up in the air these days. Way I up in the air. I think that's a great point. Uh, salty drunk, you pat yourself on the back regularly. We yeah, do. my arm is sore. Because who's going to do it if we don't? No, I guess not. Jet Wayman, how the heck are you, dude? I thought about Jet again while I was in the shower today because my tile floor looks amazing. If you need tile work and you are in Utah, Jet Wayman's your dude. Uh, don't be humble, Jake. The Monty Show is better than everyone. Well, better looking. You, you say know. that for me, man. I'm not going to roll that out there. Yeah, I don't... Uh, you guys, I want people to understand that there's not your show sucks and our show's great. It's just a matter of... because it, it, It's not our opinion that matters. If nobody listens to the show... If 5,000 people or whatever it is, if 35, 3,700 people today hadn't listened to our show, our show sucks because nobody listens to it. But we're top 5% on sports talk streams on YouTube for a reason because people listen to our show regularly. So let that be what it is. Uh, Avery Cope uh, feels like Monty and Sheer actually are on the exact same page, but Sheer doesn't like Monty, so it's awkward. I don't know if he likes us or not. I have no idea. I'm sure he doesn't. He was not happy with the way we reported the, the Sean Miller scandal. But, I mean, just go back and look what we said about Raleigh Alkins. Go back and look at what we said about Book Richardson. What were we wrong about? Book Richardson. Go, back, and go back when we said, hey, Sean Miller's not going to survive this. We were already told. Turning up the heat on Sean Miller. Can't, can't, can't do it. Hey, there's wiretaps. And what did everybody say? There's no wiretaps. What, were there wiretaps? Yeah, there were wiretaps. Was Sean Miller caught on wiretaps? He was. He was. Absolutely he was. So, big bad brass balls. You mean that you will do stuff like that, but we won't catch you doing it? Could Sure, okay. Uh, J.K. Marshall. Jake has mayo on his chin. Okay. That's fine. I mean, he is a good-looking dude. Uh, William Long, even uh, even Shears postseason incentives, the Pac-12 will reward teams with better records. Who knew? Uh, Charles Arnett, I believe in you too. I was the first in today to prove it. Oh, we're, we got a lot of comments, so I appreciate you being the first one in. Um, Tom Dean, put pressure on Colorado. Why do they need pressure on Colorado unless they're heading out the door? Precisely. Nobody will leave. Because remember, they're all saying, nobody will leave this conference ever. Uh, Mark Record, you are posting selective posts and confusing everyone. Who, me? What do you mean? Tell me what you want me to post. Yeah, what are you, what are you talking about, man? Yeah. Avery Cope says, invite Sheer on the show, too. Why would I invite Sheer on the show? Why would I do that? You know. Uh, David M., so in Colorado announcing they are leaving tomorrow, I don't believe they are. I don't believe they are. Truly, I don't believe they are. That is, that's just me. I, I don't believe that they are. Um, I think it's premature at this point to do that. So maybe they are, maybe they're not. I've not heard that they are. Nobody has told me that Colorado is leaving tomorrow. Yeah. We're announcing that they are leaving tomorrow. 
I know they have a public meeting and they've already had an executive session. So, you know, could happen, could absolutely be in the, in the works. And we don't, we don't, maybe we don't know about it. Yeah. That's absolutely the case. Um, but Hey, wouldn't be the first time. Wouldn't be the last time we didn't know something. Right. But what I do know is calzones are fricking money. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do calzones. Papa Murphy's does calzones. Oh, I think you mean I do the calzones. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Oh. Well, we do it with fresh ingredients and hand-shredded cheese tucked in a scratch-made dough. That's how, honey. At Papa Murphy's, we make great pizza. You don't forget the calzones. Order now at papamurphys.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza, you guys, make sure you use the Papa Murphy's mobile app. It is so easy to use. Um, all you have to do is put, go in there, you order your pizza, you say what time you want to pick it up. Seven o'clock, all right, cool. You can do that anytime you want. You can do it at 6 a.m., 3 a.m., 5 a.m., 3 in the afternoon. You want to pick it up at 5, order it at 4.30. It's totally up to you. It's easy. It's the way you want to do it. That's the best part about Papa Murphy's. They're so easy. And use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show, which as always is presented by The Advocates, theadvocates.com. The best injury attorneys in the business without doubt are The Advocates. And I, I know that we're all out being active. We're all out jogging, riding our bikes, our scooters. Uh, Jake and I every day drive the streets and see people in accidents. Mm -hmm. And driving, I don't think is getting better. I actually think it's getting worse. And what I would tell you is if you've been in an accident, you need to talk to the advocates, theadvocates.com. You can chat with an attorney live online, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it costs you nothing. Because when you work with the advocates, they're not reaching into your pocket just to have a conversation. No, you don't pay the advocates unless and until they win your case. So there are no consultation fees. There are no big retainers. But what you do get is a dogged attorney who's going to fight for you. That's why they call themselves the advocates because they advocate for you. So that if you've been hurt at work, yes, they do workman's comp and they want you to get back to the best version of yourself so that you can take care of your family, take care of yourself. They'll even help you defer your medical bills at the advocates, theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Um, I know that this Big 12, Pac-12 story has been huge today. Um, you know, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want it to be a thing where, let's be honest, this has taken over this show for the last couple of months. Um, but if you would like to continue that conversation, I would tell you, go back, rewind to the, the, the early part of the show. Uh, because we have to switch gears and talk about Lionel Messi. I think I want to go to Messi now. Let's do it. <laughs> Jake did not want to do this topic today. Did you guys hear that Lionel Messi is joining Inter Miami and that he will get an ownership stake in the club? He will get concessions um, for time and schedule. He will get kickbacks from Apple for subscriptions. He's all in. He is all in. And my question, Jake, is does Lionel Messi move the needle for you in MLS? I mean, on some level, but it's not like I'm going to buy the Apple package to watch Messi. I'm not. Like, I'm just not. And 
and and maybe that's me right like hey i'm not a huge mls guy i'm just not and i'm and i'm open to that idea right i'm totally open to that that my perspective here is a little bit different because i'm just not an mls guy i i can watch premier league regularly i in fact here in the studio during the week we watch it all the time all the time all the time and i'm happy to watch it even a casual low-end match in the premier league i'm good to watch but mls is really tough for me and 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 my opinion on this is not that Messi's all in my opinion is is that inter miami and the mls are all in and will do anything to bow at the feet of Messi because they believe that Messi is their golden goose that that he will bring viewership, and I'm sure he but will. But is he not? Does he not? I think he will. The question is, to what end? Do Does Lionel Messi bring enough viewership to justify him having a rev share or a rev stake in Apple's profits? Because, again, what's been the narrative? Hey, we're not making a lot of money on this whole Apple TV MLS situation. It hasn't worked out, but it's really young, and, you know, we got to grow it, right? So patience, patience, patience. So Messi is going to be one of two things. He's either going to be the greatest thing they ever could have done, and it's going to bring a ton of viewership, and it's going to finally be the thing that kind of launches the Apple TV yeah. deal situation to that level where they're making a lot of money, or it will be the, the biggest disappointment we've seen from that part of the conversation. Because if you sign a guy like Messi, who is an absolute legend, just won the World Cup, like yeah. obviously one of the greatest footballers of all time, you sign a guy like that with that kind of pedigree and it doesn't meet the bar that you need it to meet because because notice what i'm saying i'm i'm not sitting here saying that they won't add viewership they Correct. will what i'm saying is that there's a certain threshold certainly that they know they have to meet to start making money i don't know how far the gap is from that threshold to where they are now and and if it is really far does messi bridge that gap i don't know but what i'm telling you is certainly Messi is not going to bring me over the edge to add yet another subscription to my book every month. I will watch if it's available to me. Lionel Messi is a phenomenal talent. Messi is a guy that I think all of us should appreciate as a Jordan, LeBron, Aaron Judge, like Shohei Otani, best player of his generation type guy. And he is one of the greatest soccer players ever. And he will dominate MLS. And I still won't subscribe to Apple TV for MLS. Because I, I just, I don't believe that Messi delivers enough value. And I don't even know how much MLS passes on Apple TV. But I know that Lionel Messi does not deliver enough value for me to, to make that leap to exactly what you just said. I am not adding another outgoing revenue stream for MLS soccer. I, I'm not. I'm happy to, like, we're taking a group of listeners to uh, the Zag Club this weekend, thanks to our friends at Big O Tire in American Fork, thanks to our friends at Super Chicks in, in Ogden on Riverdale Road and in St. George. And we're going to have a great time. And it's going to be amazing. The Commander's Cup is, you know, they're going to introduce the guys from the Commander's Cup. They're going to play that on Sunday. Like, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. Yeah. That does not mean that I'm going to subscribe to, to Apple TV for it. I, I wholeheartedly support Real Salt Lake. I hope they, they win. I hope, I, I do. 
but I'm not going to pay for it. And I almost never missed a game on television when it was free TV. When David James was doing the call on TV, I almost never missed a game. When Bill Riley was the voice of, of Real Salt Lake on the radio, loved listening to it. But if I got to pay for it, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not. And, and I love Messi. I'm a huge, I think I've said this on the show a million times. I am a huge Chelsea football club fan. I support them. I invest in them. I am a member of the, the, the supporters group. Like, I'm all in on it. But what? So, not to go backwards, but I just can't help myself. The local guys here in Salt Lake now mm-hmm. are now tweeting that Brett Robbins is refuting Kinzano. They've now backtracked. So, sorry to derail the soccer talk, but... Uh, it's amazing to me. I just can't help myself. It's amazing to me. Yeah. That it... it yeah, anyway. Uh, Greg Hawkins. Missed the... Missed of the grant of rights discussion. Tender mercies. Love you, dude. See you Saturday. Tanner, MLS talk on the Monty show. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. We talk about it when it's relevant. And I think Lionel Messi is absolutely relevant. Yeah. There's no question about it. Um, you know. Uh, Derek... Roche, don't messy in the shower. We'll try not to. Uh, salty drunk, last hour. Here comes NBA and non-sports, indeed. Yeah, I got to talk about the Chris Paul situation. Yeah, what do you guys make of this? Breaking news out of the NBA, Chris Paul. So we've, we've, we've talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. The owner, Matt Ishbia, had... I think Matt's gotten over his skis on a couple of things, and I think Chris Paul is one of them. We had heard that Matt Ishby had told Chris Paul, hey, you're going to be here. You're my guy. Now today, Adrian Wojnarowski is reporting that they are trying to find a creative way to keep Chris Paul on the roster. Mm-hmm. And that they are, they are exploring a buyout in a rebuy, which means, hey, we're going to buy you out because he's going to opt in to his player option. Mm-hmm. They're going to buy him out and then they'll re-sign him at a much lower rate. They'll stretch his contract, which I believe excludes them from re-signing him. Like, they're trying to find a way to, to get out of Chris Paul's contract now yeah. because I think they're starting to realize that this is expensive, man. Yeah. And Chris Paul's done. Yeah, now Woj is tweeting that they're going to explore trades where they package him and Aiden. Who the hell knew? But we don't know what we're talking about. We're just the hacks on YouTube. Who the hell knew? I think I said a month ago that they are they are dead set on trading DeAndre. Ayton. Yeah, and, and you you've been you've been talking about how DeAndre Ayton's the guy holding them back since before Chris Paul was even there. Yeah, I, I mean, and it's so evident. Another that- another thing that pissed off people at Arizona is I said that that DeAndre Ayton was not going to be. Yeah. A great player. Yeah. So, you know, I just thought that not. was interesting. I, you know, clearly Chris Paul wants to come back, and I totally get it. Uh, not really sure why, if I'm Chris Paul, I'm going on video podcasts talking about my daughter getting bullied in school because I haven't won a championship. Not really sure why we're talking yeah, about so that. Yeah, so Chris Paul said that his daughter has now gotten to the age where she goes to school and boys are telling her your dad's never going to win a championship. Well, that's that's life. I mean, if that's... If you can't handle that, give the money back. Give the money back. Is that not part of being a professional? It is. Yeah. It is. You win or you lose, period. Yep. Uh, Elaine Train. 
Tran, excuse me, Elaine Tran. He gets injured a lot, all the time. Water's wet, and Chris Paul's hurt in the playoffs. Yeah. I think that's HIPAA. You know, it is what it is. One other thing, um, Amber Spencer. Dude, Amber Spencer's got some news coming in the, in the coming weeks, friends. Amber Spencer's going to blow your minds. Uh, she said, what did I tell you about the hacks comment? What if... You weren't. Also, non-sports, did you try the macaroons? Oh, my God. <laughs> so good. So good. So we found a way to pry Amber Spencer out of her baking kitchen. Right. And I actually think they're called macrons. Macrons. She makes incredible macrons. So today, whatever that orange thing was you made, don't ever do it again because they're amazing. And the, she, she, brought, she brought macrons today that were... Uh, incredible that she makes she's incredible but she's also our graphic designer and she does a lot of different things yeah and stuff yeah uh but there is some exciting times coming to the uh spencer clan we'll tell you about those coming up macarons she says macarons okay macaron okay and they were excellent they were excellent i'm trying i i have got on the scale this morning lost another pound there you go so life is good. And, you know, uh, OG Gary says, Amber, are you due? No, she is not due. She is not due. Brad Turner, I feel like Amber is only here when there is dessert. And it is really good dessert. <laughs> really, really good dessert. Um, Jeremy Calzone. He changed his name to Jeremy Calzone. I mean, seriously. Yes, Amber is always... Mm. Yeah. You know. Amber, anything that Amber bakes, I mean, she refused to bake me a birthday cake at the Big Five O birthday bash. Let's just be honest about it. She, she did. I mean, openly, openly refused. She said, I don't bake cakes for the <coughs> hacks on YouTube. <coughs> <coughs> Had a subpar cake. It's your fault. Sorry if you're offended by that. Thanks, Amber. You ruined my birthday. But Maybe that's... we could get some macaroons. <laughs> Amber did not refuse. In fact, she was so upset. She was actually pissed that she was really mad. Told her about it late. Yeah, you know. Uh, Jeremy Calzone says, "I'm in the Calzone, Monty. In the zone. Get see what he see what he did there. Right in the zone. See what he did. Right. Uh, Tanner said, "Who did bake the cake for the Big Five O birthday bash? We're not speaking of that. We're not speaking of that. Yeah." Um, she said, thank you for the facts, Monty. Zach Spencer. Oh, look at that. The Spencer clan. She makes a lot of birthday cakes for tons of other people. She yeah, does. Not us. She not does. us. <laughs> you know. <laughs> if you do not follow Amber, you should drop your handles. Yeah. What's your, your Instagram and stuff? Uh, cause her, her, the stuff you bake is, and I'm serious. It is, it is bomb, I'm pretty particular about those that I do business with. But you know on this show, our mantra is, hey, we support small business. Yeah. If you need a baked good, Amber's the way to go. Yeah. Amber's the way to go. Greg Hawkins, at least MLS is trying to do stuff to make their product better, which is better than I can say for a lot of other leagues. I think think Lionel Messi coming to MLS is a big deal. Totally agree with you, Greg. Big deal. Big, big deal. Uh, No doubt. Um, You know. Let's Okay. What did you say, Elaine Tran? Canyon Curry, hello, Clay Thompson. Okay. That's cool. Uh, Truck Stop Gummy, does she bake weed brownies? Uh, No. No. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Um, No, no, no. (laughs) 
Tom Dean, sources tell me there's a verbal agreement with CP3. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> hey, maybe we'll find out about it on Twitter like we did today. At least we can laugh about hey, it. Hey, look at me. You know. Uh, Zach Spencer, am.co.cakes. Drop her a follow. She's the truth. She yeah. is. 100%, dude. 100%. OG Gary says Amber's the way. Yes, she is. I'm, t- I'm telling you. Victor's the way. She's amazing. Giggity, does Amber bake anything that can make a flight home as a gift to Mrs. Giggity? Oh. Oh, dude. Yeah, 100%, right? The Ma-Akrons. Ma-Akrons. Do we have any left? Yes. Well, you should go grab them real quick. Okay. Let's show. Let's. let's... And by the way, I just want to point out, we were given very specific directions from the bakeress herself that when you're not eating your macaroons, you close the box and you put it in a fridge, which is precisely what I did. That's exactly what Jake did. That's exactly what Jake did. I'm just, I'm a sucker for, for baked goods. I truly am. Like, where's McKinley Cutler, the cookie king of Utah? The cookies he brought us for my birthday bash, there they are. Look, here's the box. Here's a, don't hand them to me. It's like a grenade. Um, these are, and I should yeah. look at those. Yeah. Amazing. Ooh, they're crunchy now. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll see you later. We'll see you later. They're so orangey. Amber, what flavor is that? Um, they're amazing. I'm telling you guys. Now I spit. Okay. I'm telling you guys. And it's all over your shirt, too. You need a little shirt dust here. See, that's how good they are. They get everywhere. Hmm. Just so you can I... go to Pound Town. She made raspberry ones for my birthday. Amber I want did. more. And they're amazing. This orange one, though, dude. I'm so bricked up right now. Yeah, so, so yeah, he's, he's eating. So this is the part where I'm supposed to, like, fill in and stuff so he can eat his macaroon. You're filling in for somebody. Yeah, you know, so, I, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Is, is it good? I mean, do you like it? Dude. Filling in for somebody. It is Boom. so out of here. I love orange. I'm a huge fan of orange. The other ones she put in there are Oreo. Another oh. one. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. All right, cool. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna go ahead and put this box over here. Take those away. Yeah. He has our full respect. Take them away. Yeah. Mm. She said they are crunchy when they are cold. You told me to put them in the you, fridge. Yeah. I mean, did we not do what you told us to do? I mean, come on. Salty Drunk says put it away, fat ass. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jesus, dude. they're so dude. good. Fat. Oh, my God. So good. Orange is orange cream. Green was Oreo. Mm. Dude. Yeah. Come on. I'm telling you. Uh, Jason or John Sharp. Careful. Amazing how the whole country is being divided by college conferences. The haves and the have nots. Who can capture the most valuable territory? Well, you ain't wrong. Uh, Elaine Tran. Damn, I want some. Mm. That's what they all say. So good. What flavor is it? Orange. I want it. And it's really, you know, the thing that I enjoy the most is. When you get a good baked product like you do from Amber, it's actually the flavor she tells you it is. You know, like when you try something and you're like, oh, it's supposed to be chocolate, but it tastes like, what is that? Oh, it tastes like ass. (laughs) Like (laughs) when it's Amber and she gives you an orange macaroon, macaron, now you're in my head, Amber. I'm a carb eating motherfucker. I am. When she gives you an orange macaron, it is orange. When it's Oreo, yeah, I know what time it is. It is Oreo. Yeah. So good. 
Uh, Tanner Plummer says, dang, Amber is the way. Yep. Yeah. Jet Wayman says, damn, now I'm hungry. Tom Dean, the way. Tom Dean says, food porn, pow, chicka, pow, pow. Yeah, seriously. Zach Spencer just gained that pound back. Sorry, brother. Thank you. I'm sorry if you're offended by that. I did, it, I've lost now 17 pounds. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm moving. I'm telling you, golf is the way. Yeah. Golf is the way, you know. Uh, truck Stop Gumby, so much for eating brand cereal and other healthy stuff, dude. Heritage Flakes? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Got to keep the streak going, bro. Stop. Heritage? I was waiting for another one, but thankfully it didn't oh. happen. Um, <laughs> you're such a jerk. <laughs> Jimmy, uh, orange cream is the new black olive. Okay, no, no, dude, no. Bro. Waves in opposition. No. Stop, dude. No. Barfing chickens. What's up, barfing chickens? A good pastry chef has to be good at making apple puff pastry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, things can be worth their weight in gold. Yeah, and worth their weight in... Mm. You know what? If it's just once in a while... You're good. You're good. It, it is that you can't eat it every day. Which is problematic because I'm actually supposed to see Amber again tomorrow. Waves in opposition. No baked goods tomorrow. No. The answer's no. No, no, no. No, no, no. Uh, you lost 17 pounds, Monty. Did you cut your toenails? See what he did there. Uh, no, I simply golf a lot and it's pouring. God, it is pouring rain now. Who knew? Who knew? I need... <laughs> If I could ever get to the range, maybe I wouldn't be a 12 handicap anymore. You know? You're uh, so fucked. I am. Truck Stop Gumby says, suddenly I'm craving Oreos. There you yeah. go. Um, all right. Where do you want? You want to go to Zion? Let's go to Monty Makes You Money. Because it's been a minute since we've had the ability to make some folks some money. Denver at the Miami Heat. And this line has fluctuated dramatically. But we found it back at two today. Yeah. Okay, so do you believe in the Denver Nuggets? And was it a fluke? Denver's moved to three and a half now. Really? Was Denver, was the, the game two loss in Denver a fluke or was it legit by Miami? No, I think it was legit. I mean, I, I, I think he came out and did what you needed to do, which was you're going to slow the supporting staff down. And you're going to try to mitigate Jokic as much as you can without committing fouls. And I think that's the point that I haven't heard a lot. You notice that Bam was working really hard not to commit fouls against Jokic. So, hey, cool. We're going to concede, yes. But don't pick up the fouls. Save the fouls for later in the game so you can play physical defense on the last few possessions. So, to me, I, I didn't think it was a fluke. I felt like they did their job and they did it well. And by the way, I think they deserve a lot of credit for bouncing back. Now, are they going to win the series? I don't know. I, I think that remains to be seen. I like them to win tonight for sure. I think the plus two is pretty spot on. You know, it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I would take Miami here by probably by three. I think they win. I think they cover. And what was the over under on this game? 215. 215, I think, is the number. Correct. I mean, 215, 215. Is, 215 is solid. I would say it probably goes over that, though. Yeah, interesting. I, I don't know. Um, I don't know. It's interesting to see how you how you justify that it was a fluke for Denver. 
because I think stopping Jamal Murray is the key to unlocking the NBA championship for Miami. Yeah. I think Nikola Jokic is going to get his one way or the other, and I'd rather have him score 40 than have 15 assists. Yeah. I mean, keep him under, I, and I think the number is double digits. Oh, boy, Pete Alonso just got drilled. He's wearing a hand pad, for though. For the Mets. Ooh, that still has to hurt. Yeah. Um, I think if you can keep Nikola Jokic under double-digit assists, you have a really good chance to beat them. My other big question here is Michael Porter Jr., who I think is getting a free pass on this stuff. Um, and I'm really curious to see how how this all plays out. Like, I'm really curious to see what is it, what does exactly look like for Denver to win this game? Well, they got to shoot better, certainly. You know, I think, well, you know, the Michael Porter Juniors of the world need to make the corner three with regularity. And yes. I think that's the tough yes. part is like, you know, you have a guy in Aaron Gordon who is your your workhorse on defense. He's the guy that's going to stop Jimmy, you know, and basically match up against anyone that Miami has to offer. He's that flexibility guy on defense. Yeah. But I also right. think Absolutely. that, you know, I also think that when you look at uh, Denver's defensive scheme, I, I agree with all the pundits saying you, you got to make Jokic work, man. You, you, you got to get him involved in as much as you can on the defensive end. And if I'm Jimmy Butler, anytime I see Jokic, I'm going up and creating contact. I want him to I be in foul trouble. You know? I don't disagree with that at all. I, I think the biggest issue is that you have to find a way to, ooh, wow, Pete Alonso is going to leave the game for the Mets. That's not good. Oh, this is a big deal. Pete Alonso gets drilled on the left hand, and Buck Showalter is, is pissed. Pete Alonso gets hit by Charlie Morton in the top of the first on Morton's 22nd pitch. He got hit, I believe, on the left hand Yeah, and is leaving the game. It's probably oh, a broken hand. Oh, my God. That is not good. That is not good. We'll keep you updated on that. This is probably going to be a bean brawl now. You can almost see that's happening. Oh, oh it hit him on the wrist. It oh, did not no. hit the pad. Oh, yeah. no, it hit Pete Alonso on the left wrist above the yeah. hand pad. Too bad. Oh, wow. Too fucking bad, man. That's not good. That is not good. Uh, Monty makes you money. I'm going to take the Miami Heat to win outright. Um, I think that's the only bet here. The 215's tough. I'm, I'm going to say, you know, just based on the way that this series has played out um, and based on the way that that you... I mean, based on the way that you see these games go, I think you have to take the over. I think it's Denver to uh, Miami to win outright and, and the over in this game. Yeah, and I think Miami's going to shoot well tonight, too. Well, you you're back home. at home yeah. for the first time in a minute now. Yeah. Because you had to go on the road for Boston. Yeah. And now you've been in Denver for a week. Um, so, I, you know what? I feel pretty good. I, I feel like, you know, if it were my money, I'd be telling you to, to, bet, to bet Miami course jet wayman disagrees with me i would take the yeah, nuggets to win and cover yeah i i just don't i don't know that i'm ready to believe in michael porter jr i think he was so bad yeah and denver has to go to miami which is a really difficult building and i think the other issue is denver was not good defensively yeah i would expect them to, to contest a lot more but I think that helps Miami shoot the ball better because I don't think Denver's some incredible defensive team. No. Right? I mean, I, I don't think... 
I don't know. This is going to be very interesting because yeah. it, it's not in, in my mind. In my mind, I don't see Denver as head and shoulders better than the Miami Heat. I think, I think Denver is the better team. I almost have no doubt about that. Yeah. But they're sub 500 on the road, man. This is not a team that performed. Wow. wow that was wild. Bro. Holy cow. Dude, there was a massive flash of lightning. And all the lights just turned off. Bro. Oof. That was crazy. And a building shaking clap of thunder. Okay. Uh, Woo. That was some uh, heavy heat right there. Damn. God damn. Uh, so Jet, of course, disagrees with me, and I would tell you he's been far better than me on this. Chris Kaufman says there was no UConn football talk today. No, we had plenty of other football talk. Nope. Mr. Preston says New York Mets are snake bitten. Well, they might be. Uh, Monty owes a ribeye. Jet, I will keep this account going until you're paid. It's we not like tried to yeah. connect. It's a ribeye steak. It ain't like I'm trying yeah. to duck no smoke. Yeah, dude. You know. Even if it was a toy gun. Come on. You know. Ain't ducking no smoke. Uh, Jeremy Calzone. Which I think is hysterical that you named yourself Calzone. He has our full respect. And you have my full respect as well. Yeah. Uh, it says Miami needs to be way physical with Jokic one possession, then not the next. Mix it up their handling of screens and defending handoffs. Anything to slow down his read. I, 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 I just, whatever he does offensively, I just think yeah. you're fine. Jet Wayman, LOL, sounds good, Montioza ribeye. Uh, bro, the lightning and thunder is crazy wild, right now. Bro. Really is wild. Yeah. Really is. Smells like El Nino to me, truck stop Gumby says. Montioza ribeye, I know how people on this show are about paying bets, so I'm just doing my part. <laughs> the next time, the next time I see Jet Wayman. By the way, who's the one that, that is skipping the RSL event today? Yeah. Or Jet, this weekend? This weekend, Jet Wayman. Yeah, so we were going to give him his ribeye there, but no. Yeah, and Gary, by the way, Gary, you got to... He did. He did? He did during the okay. show, yeah. All right, good. Uh, Jet Wayman, it's kind of hard to connect when one is working six and seven days a week. Facts, Seriously, bro. man. Facts. Serious. We're Facts. both, you know. Uh, Monty, get me some weed brownies, please. <laughs> Come on, man. I am nobody's connect. I'm the last guy you want to help you with weed. Victor's the way. I, you guys realize I still have never smoked a joint. Never smoked weed. Never, not one time. You guys were pretty confident that Miami would win uh, the first game, so I'm going to take Denver going away. Okay. (laughs) should. You absolutely should. Um, And then real quick, we got to talk about the Zion Williamson story. Fat! This is wild. Fat! This is wild. uh, When I say there is a Zion Williamson controversy, what do you think that means? This is going to be PG-13. How about this? (laughs) A certain woman who, after further review, is a social media influencer. Um, um, um. Apparently, Zion forgot to tell her that uh, he's in a relationship and having a baby with another woman. Seems like a great opportunity to slip and splash. Now, this woman here as you can read that I will not read, came out and pretty much detailed some uh, sexual healing that happened between her and Zion. Sexual healing. (laughs) 
she got after it today. Yeah, bro. And do you know why she's upset? Well, based on what you read that she said in her tweets, uh, she's upset because she thought she was the only one. And then the video of Zion's uh, gender reveal party came out. Can you do something for me? And that's how she found out he was uh, being with another woman. I think it's strong to say he was unfaithful. But Zion Williamson had a gender reveal party over the weekend, put the video on social, and uh, a woman who thought she was trying to be the only one, trying oh. to be the only one. As Drake says, you're not the only one trying to be the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, are you serious so let me with get this? this right. Let me get this right. So you were you broke a Kyrie shoe at Duke. Then you get to the league and you haven't really done anything. Nothing. Uh, you're definitely first team all fat ass so far in your career. Now it comes out that that you have had a long-standing girlfriend, clearly. Mm-hmm. Put a baby in said girlfriend. And now had a side piece in, I believe it was Texas. Could be wrong. I think it was Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you thought that that was cool, too. And she talked about how she supported you and how she has been there for you and, like, talked about his struggles as a player. Like, this gal went in on Zion today. But are you at all surprised by this? No. You're from the 2019 draft class. How's that draft class looking? R.J. Barrett, mid. John Morant, gun guy. Zion Williamson, putting babies in people he shouldn't be putting babies in. Can't play basketball. Always hurt. Like, Dude, 2019 draft class, it's not really going too well for you guys right now. Like, at some point, I would expect some progress. And by the way, yes, if Zion was on my team, if I was David Griffin right now, that would be a conversation I'd be having. Get him the hell out of here. I I think he is bad for business. I'm I, done with this guy. How else can you, I mean, what else can you describe Zion as being other than bad for business? Like, what are we doing? Real quick, Dennis Dodd talked to President Robbins from Arizona one-on-one. Oh. Um, I know. I know it's crazy. What? 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 But apparently the Pac-12 doesn't have a grant of rights. <laughs> what? Dennis Dodd tweeting, Arizona President Robbins told CBS Sports he, is, he has, quote, not been informed of, quote, finalization of grant of rights or agreement to share media rights. Oh, okay. So the grant of rights isn't done. Quote, I absolutely know nothing about this information, but hopefully I will learn the facts soon. To which CBS Sports asked, uh, could this decision be made without your consent? To which Robin said, quote, no. Oh. Mm. Got it. Got it. Wow. Got it. Wow. Uh... Just some icing on the cake. All right, back to Zion um, spreading love around the world. Fat, I would. Is Zion Williamson, is he officially now a bust? Yeah. Yep. You think he's a bust? Yeah. I mean, I, I think my opinion was that he was a bust on the floor before this happened. Now this type of thing is happening. You can't be the guy that's always hurt and way overpaid for what you've given your organization in the Pelicans. And then also be the guy 
that's trying to say, well, I'm, I'm trying to make it back, and I'm going to dunk in pregame practice, and I look good, and then further be the guy who has off-the-court issues. Like, at least with Ja, Ja's the center of their universe. Ja's the only reason they are where they are. Right? So at least for Ja, he's got some leverage that way. Zion, you've done nothing. Quite literally, you've done nothing in the league. So what are you doing, man? Yeah, I don't know. And I think it is amazing to me that this guy just can't get out of his own way. He just cannot get out of his own way. And, and the, the real truth is, if he was healthy, they would be a far better team. Yeah. There's, there's just no way to spin it anymore. He would be a far, far better, better player. If he was a far better player, they'd be a far better team. You know, like, it, it's, it's amazing. Yes. Um, Greg Hawkins says, then she posted a bunch of videos. Yes, she did. Yeah, and the, the pictures from Snapchat about him talking about how, how, like, hey, like, do you think we could be real? And I just want to know how to handle the situation in a respectful manner. Like, dude, you got played here, bro. You thought you were doing the playing. You thought you were going to go to Texas and roll out the washcloth routine. Yeah, that didn't really <laughs> work out for you, bro. Now you're caught. Now you've got baby mama problems. And now you know what you're going to do with all that money while you sit on the injured list. Like, I'm just tired of guys who don't do their damn job and make all this money, man. Like, like get on the floor. Make an impact. Get some positive news. This guy's got... He's just a wreck. The guy is absolutely a wreck. Um, Vorlon Angel says, Dude, check out the images of Mariah Mills. Yeah. Nah, I'm good. I mean, you know what, like, respectfully to her, you know what she does. Not saying it makes her a bad person, but you know what you're dealing with. It's it's crazy to me. Tom Dean says Zion is a bust, a nut. Damn. I'm so bricked up C. right C. now. Kaufman says Zion is most definitely a bust. His cock. Uh, Jeremy Calzone, now we know what is behind the Zion curtain. Oh, See, got it. Zion, See what he did there? The Zion curtain. Lee Jensen, he's just trying to learn how to ball handle. Yeah, see what he did there? Uh, salty Drunk, I didn't hear you coming from Zion's pre-draft. Jake, hindsight is twenty twenty. No, dude, I've been on Zion since the draft. I've always oh. said Ja was a better draft pick. I've always said that Zion was going to be overrated in the draft and had way more probability to I be think, a bust. I think like, we absolutely said he was going to be a bust. Yeah, like I've been on the I, I've been on Zion not living up to it since Duke. Just the same way that I'm going to roll out my Victor as a bust take in two seasons. I, this is the same situation with Zion, man. He was hurt late in his high school career. Yeah, he was hurt his pretty much his entire Duke career. Yeah, he's been hurt his entire NBA career. Because his body type cannot play at at the level that he wants to play at. You can't be above the rim constantly. Yeah. And weigh what he weighs. He, this girl even talked <laughs> about on Twitter how she helped him with his diet. And how he went back to this girl that he's having this child with. And he gained a bunch of weight because she's toxic. Fat. Like, Fat. Come on, man. This guy's a mess, dude. Uh, Lamont Tucker says child support, baby. Seriously. Yeah, dude. Bryce Martin, Zion, and Ja are both busts. I don't know. Is Ja a bust? Nah, not yet, dude. Not He's close. done too much. He's done way too much for the organization. Oh, Jeremy. Ja Moran is definitely a better shooter. Oh, you mean it? No, jump shooter. He's got that three working. Yeah, I would agree. He should ask P.J. Washington about messing with them. Damn. Well, you know. <laughs> 
Jake, you're giving Victor two years before he's a bust? Wow. Yep. Yep, two seasons. Uh, Lee Jensen, is he playing a four or a five? I'm talking about the game, of course. Lamont Tucker, Zion Williamson equals Greg Oden. Waves in opposition. Jeremy Callahan, both a bust. Zion busts a nut. Morant, Morant busts Damn, a cat. Bro, stop. Chill, Damn, bro. Damn. Chill. Cold blooded. All right, speaking of cold blooded, Taylor Swift is single again. Yeah. Jake is bricked up. Mm-hmm. You know who else is bricked up? Who's that? Austin Reeves. After they were both seen together. How about Taylor Swift dating Austin Reeves allegedly? I'm so bricked up right now. Now, I am on the record as saying I am not a fan of the Taylor Swift. Um, um, um. Thing. Thing? I am not a fan. I, I, I am not. A fan. And I, I just, I don't happen to understand the obsession with Taylor Swift. Her music is is good. I like her now more mature stuff. Like Mrs. Monty's got me, you know, vibing a little bit on a couple of Taylor Swift tracks. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah, well, and I, I don't disagree with that. Where are you at on Taylor Swift? How can you say? That you don't like Taylor Swift, but now you're vibing on some of her tracks. I like her music is okay. It's the untrained eye. No, but it's not the untrained <laughs> eye, coach. It's not the untrained eye. It's not. The the 50-year-old Latina woman, the actress, the buxom. Selma Hayek. No, is it Selma Hayek? Yeah, I think it is Selma Hayek. I, I'm, I'm more than vibing on her tracks. We're right? in a control position. I just think everybody's like, oh, Taylor Swift's the best Swifty. Yeah. I'm a Swifty. Yeah. No, I'm not a Swifty. Well, I like some Austin of her Reeves music. Austin Reeves is. Well, Austin Reeves. <laughs> hey, Austin, don't go the Zion route, please. Oh, please. please. That, come on, man. Taylor Swift. The other problem is Taylor Swift is very Britney Spears. Well, okay. How? She hasn't shaved her head. But she's been run through like a marathon, dude. Okay, I like, get it. She's no Mariah, whatever her name is on Twitter, but she'll do. Okay. First of all, <laughs> completely different builds. Uh, did you, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Completely different builds? Are you saying that Mariah is a little thick? Is that, is that what you just said? I never said a little. Uh-huh. I never said a little. Um. A lot. <laughs> So, Taylor Swift. Bro, is that the list? Yes. Bro, are you serious? That's the list? Jake Gyllenhaal, Harry Styles, Calvin Harris, Tom Hiddleston. Hiscock. Joe Alwyn. Hiscock. Matt Healy. Hiscock. Drew Hardwick. Uh, Sorry, did you say Hardwick? Joe Jonas. Hiscock. Corey Monteith. Like, John Mayer? Who ain't John Mayer been with? I know, reset. I'm honest to God. John Mayer's been with them all. Yeah, maybe that's like getting your driver's license. It's just something you got to do a three point turn with John Mayer. Nobody right? said like, boo. Yeah, everybody's John Mayer runs. You know. Yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, but you've been with Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, that's creepy. And now you're going from Jake Gyllenhaal and Joe Jonas to Austin Reeves. Oh my oh. God! Just like that. Oh. Allegedly. Oh. 
Allegedly. Oh, go to the rack, Austin. <laughs> right? Like, it's yeah. just this. Yeah. It's just this thing. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm just at a point where I can. Oh, I'm a Swifty. Taylor Swift, bro. Mm -hmm. No. That's right, T. I'm good. She's talented, though. I, I'm not. Dude, I'm not even saying she's not talented. I'm not saying that. She makes that. music in a variety of different ways. I, sure. <laughs> sure. Can you do something for me? No, she can't. <laughs> and I won't. I'm just, I'm just, I don't know. You know, we all like, I like, I like orange. And no, I'm not. Nope, not doing it. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> she's no macaron. Macaron. But she'll do. Yeah. Uh, I'm just not a Swifty. Her That's music's all. good. I, the list is getting kind of long, though, for Taylor. The list of dudes? Yeah. Yeah. Holden yeah. Middick. Yeah. She's Britney Spears. She's... Who was the Britney Spears... Uh... Oh, my God. I'm terrible. The, the thin blonde girl. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton. She's like Paris Hilton. She's Stuck. like... Like, everybody's like, oh, Kim Kardashian's so I was so going to say hot. Kim K. Dude. Come on, man. She's got 100,000 miles hey, on look, them look, Taylor Swift doesn't have a sex tape, but she'll do, right? How long before she does have one? I mean, how long until she dates Pete Davidson? <laughs> oh. <laughs> that is so... When did Pete Davidson become the bar for, like, popularity? It's really despicable. You know. Yeah. She's 33 and AR is 25. You know. Ron Nolan, what's Ostertag up to these days? If you know what Greg Ostertag's up to, I'm concerned for you. Um, uh, Journeyman SW, Taylor Swift fans are a cult. They really are. Mm -hmm. San Diego State Aztec, Swift boating. Stop. Stop. Taylor says it's all a numbers game. Oh, her okay. and the Pac-12 have something in common. <laughs> Drew Money, Austin Reeves is him. Hey. Apparently, well, Brady Cook. Well, this is Cook. the same guy that, that went into full Kobe mode when uh, Kendall showed up to the Laker game with a couple of, quote, baddies, as Austin Reeves refers to them as. Baddies. Yeah. Okay. How many guys in the top 10 in the NBA draft back in the 2000s? Guys, was guys, guys, oh guys, guys, guys. We've had that discussion on the show. Hey guys. There's a ton of them. Uh, Mrs. Monty says, dude, go for her. It's a double standard to judge women for dating when you praise men. Who's praising men? I'm not praising men. I'm just saying. Bonnie, please. That I even criticized John Mayer. Yeah. John Mayer's been with you and your cat. Like, yeah. John Mayer's been around. The, the Jonas Brothers have been around the block. Leonardo DiCaprio, and now it turns out Leonardo <coughs> DiCaprio and his dad have been with the girls. Like yeah, You guys hear that uh, hepatitis is at an all-time high in the UK? Yeah, so you should probably chill out on, on, you know, adding to your list if you're a rock star or a movie star or on that level. Could have done without that. Well... They could have too, but here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> they could have too, bro. They could have too. You know. I don't disagree with that. After Austin, it will be Tyler Hero. Oh, Tyler oh. Hero is very Pete Davidson. Shout the Mobamba. Very, very. Like, come on now. Come on. Uh, maybe Zach can get with her. Nah. No, no, no.
You know, LV Seminole, Mrs. Monty says something, it gets a reaction. It does. She doesn't like coming on the show anymore, though. She said she hates you guys. Uh, fat, she didn't say that. Fat Jesus, Taylor told Austin you can't spend too much time, quote, in the pain. <laughs> yeah, maybe Austin should uh, ask Zion what he thinks of that, you know? Now I know you don't skip comments, Monty. Just, you just ghosted Mrs. Monty twice. I did? <laughs> That's what Zion said. What? 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 Imagine, can you imagine while he finds this, can you imagine being Zion? You woke up to this today. You jumped on Twitter with like a gazillion notifications. You were like, hey, what, what's all this noise out here, man? I'm just telling, it, Zion Williamson's a... We just ripped Zion Williamson for this baby reveal. First of all, by the way, the point flying under the radar, stop doing these stupid gender reveal parties, bro. Guys, 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 guys. Because when you are the honey, see him, you get in trouble. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why. Probably because I'm not a fun person. I'm just, I'm probably not. You're a fun killer. Gender you reveal parties not. suck. <laughs> right? Like, gender reveal parties suck. The lie detector test determined that was a lie. Did you see homie trying to shoot a free throw last week? Totally missed. Yeah. That's the untrained eye. Dude swings and misses on a, on a pitch. Like, stop with this stuff. <laughs> stop. Let me, you know, hey, let me shoot off this. What do they call the streamer rocket thing that shoots off the colors? Shot yourself in the dick. Like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I don't feel bad for you. Right? If, if you can't work one of those streamer rockets and you blow your peen off with it, I don't feel your bad peen. for you. Discock. Discock. I, seriously, I don't feel bad for you. Bro. How Stop about crying like a little girl? Let's get crazy. How about you have an ultrasound and you tell us if it's got a D or a P? And that's all a we need D to know. D or a P. Here I am. Bro. I'm a terrible person. Uh, uh, Willie says Austin Reeves called Zion for an invite. That's what I'm saying, dude. Tom Dean, stop gender reveals because your side chick will find out. Pro tip from Monty. Hey, Monty. <laughs> Fat Jesus, I would love for Taylor to write a breakup song about me. Well. Isn't that like when you know? My soul is healing through my music. The dynasty is not over. Yeah, the Swifties are back. Yeah. Stop. Taylor, I don't know. My, I have to, as everybody always tells me on the show, I have Taylor, t Taylor, as everybody always tells me on the show, I have terrible taste in women. I get it. I get it. I, the, every famous girl that I think is hot, everybody, including my wife, my wife always mocks me over the, Meredith Vieira, like I had a huge crush on Meredith Vieira back in the day. Chris Everett Lloyd, Yes. Jennifer Aniston today, tomorrow, next week. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce Martin, Monty in deep trouble now when he gets home. Probably. Uh, can we get back to the Pac-12, Salty Drunk says. To which uh, Fat Jesus says, don't be crass. It's a V, not a P. Thank you. Thank you. Jet Wayman says, no, Salty, no more. Jet Wayman also says Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge, like, do you have one? Like, who is your? Uh, um, uh, Emily Blunt. Yeah. What? Why do you look at me like that? Why, like, what? As if Emily Blunt's not hot. Nah, bro. Dude. Lamont Tucker, Taylor Swift Kardashian. 
Tom Teen, Monty, uh, I have trouble. I have terrible taste in women. Me, shh, Mrs. Monty's listening. You know what I mean. I always talk about it. Not like that, like famous women. Yeah. Like when it's like, oh, hey, bro, who's your favorite actress? Oh, shit. Milos Kunis. Yeah. The problem is Ashton Kusher shopped at that store, so I can never Ashton be a customer. Ashton Kusher, how about Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers didn't date Mila Kunis. Yeah, I think he did. Stop, fuck. Are I'm you pretty serious? sure, yeah. Okay, now you're making me look it up. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Rogers, girlfriend. Mila's Kunis. Aaron Rodgers. He's had a selection, though. He's had, like, Danica Patrick, Olivia Munn, Shailene Woodley. Like, he's, he's dating. Oh, that's right. He's dating Mallory Edens, the uh, daughter of the Bucks owner now. That's right. Olivia Munn is, <coughs> uh, Olivia Munn's the one. Yeah. No, he did not date Mila's Kunis. Okay. If, as though Aston <coughs> Kutcher wasn't bad enough. <coughs> Kelly Rohrbach? Good Lord. Da it's okay, Danica Patrick. Yeah, she's a good looking gal. No, not... <laughs> what? what? You're such What's a the savage, problem, dude. You are such a What's savage. What's the problem? Oh yeah. Hey, uh, Danica Patrick. Yeah, she's hot. Mm -hmm. You're out of your freaking mind. What? Why would she lower herself to Aaron Rodgers? I don't know. I don't know. It's like Lindsey Vaughn. Lindsey Vaughn's a perfect example of this. Lindsey Vaughn has nudes on the internet, video and pictures, because she dated. Tiger Woods. That's the untrained eye. I'm just curious. How did you think that would turn out? Well, I'm sure she wanted a baby fade up the middle, you know? How did you think that would turn out? Like, you had to know. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> you notice how he just kept going? <laughs> yeah, he, she played driver the entire time. Yeah, 60-degree wedge out the sand trap. Hole in one. Ha-ha! <laughs> Stop. Stop. Bryce Martin, I still remember those GoDaddy commercials. Everybody does. They're iconic. Uh, OG Greg, all right, y'all. Got to bounce. See you, Greg. Or Gary. What? See you, Gary. Yeah, who's counting? Uh, Jakey Two Holes lusts after Mary Poppins. Wow. Jakey Two Holes. Oh, Scarlett Johansson. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Not bad. Yes. Uh, Drew. Oh, whoa. J.K. Marshall, Penelope Cruz, and Eva Mendez. Yeah, Eva Mendez is, uh, yeah. Uh, Drew Money, Aaron teaching Zach everything he knows. Right. Okay, so. Guys, 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 guys. Aaron, I need to teach you about Draper Milfs. <laughs> this is my friend, Teddy Wayman. He's an expert. <laughs> Who learned, what are you, what are you looking at your phone? You I'm look like. Checking, no, I'm checking the group. I'm checking the DMs. You look like somebody sure shot your dog or no, something. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine. Really. I was just checking the updates. Don't make me come over there. I'm good. All right. There you go. Yeah. That is the... Uh, oh, by the way. By the way. <clears throat> I ran into somebody else who has not been to Super Chicks yesterday. How? 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 Have you guys been to Super Chicks? Because I know this has become a thing on this show. The deluxe, I, I think everybody's pretty well voted on the show. The deluxe is far better than the Bacabo. Okay, why do you lie? I think we've, See, done, we we've as done a such show, a good job of being honest today. Settle down, Kenzano. Yeah. I Congratulations, think, <laughs> but that's bullshit. 
You know, I was told a couple of months ago that the the Bacabo oh, is just a mid. On this take. Yeah, That's, I knew yeah, Bacabo okay. was mid several months ago. Got Somebody it. told me. Got it. Okay. It's sort of a natural reflex. We need to maybe we need to do an outing to the Super Chicks in maybe in Ogden on Riverdale Road. Yeah. Maybe we need to do that because if you have not been to Super Chicks, you guys, we need to hook it up. Yeah. Uh, no, Mary J. Blige, stop it. Salty Drunk says, uh, Jake has a scrapbook at home with sticky pages. Uh, okay. <laughs> Super chicks, we always talk about them. We do. And that's yeah, why I say, like, how are we meeting people who listen to the show who've never been the Super Chicks? That's crazy to me. Kendall Jenner has dated a few NBA dudes. Yeah, a few? You think? A few. Are you kidding me? Lee says, I love Super Chicks. Uh, I haven't been to Super Chicks, Bro, Mr. Preston. Preston. Dude, come on, man. Come on. Wow. Never been, Jeremy Calzone. Mike Maples, yes, you have. Super Chicks, just name the time. <laughs> exactly right. I think on a weekend, maybe not this weekend because we have Galf and we have RSL. Yeah. Maybe next weekend we do a roadie. Yeah. Head up to Ogden. It's not that far. We'll actually be in Ogden tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe we go to Super Chicks in Ogden tomorrow. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe. I'll have to get you off of your Bacavo thing. Uh, Gary says Super Chicks is slapper. Slapper. Kurt Meyer says, just kidding, back at you, my new friend. Okay. Uh, is Super Chicks like Hooters? No, it's not. But you should find Super Chicks on Riverdale Road in Ogden or in St. George. Tell me you heard about it on the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.